Welcome to the Vortex Nation podcast, brought to you by lovers of hunting, shooting, public lands, the Second Amendment, and good food. All right, what is up, everybody? We have got the band back together. We are coming off one of the most epic trips of my life, if not the most epic trip of my life, and I would venture to guess, possibly the same for you. I have Cooper Long to my right, Mr. Eric Barber across from me, Sawyer Briel across from me, and Mr. Michael Wozniak. Gentlemen, I feel like we had the time of our lives. Absolutely. <laughs> we did. Correct. 100%. Correct. Definitely did. It was absolutely off the charts in every way possible. And we're finally getting to talk about it, I guess, now while we're recording. We haven't stopped about talking about it since we got back. I know everybody's screensaver is some sort of picture from that trip. So, yeah, thanks, Mike and Coop, for the <laughs> yeah. uh, insane Anytime. videography and images there. But So this podcast, really just a rap session, a recap of this hunt. Like I said, I, I don't know, man. This was, I, this was special. What was the hunt? I thought I mentioned that in the beginning. Kodiak Island, Sidka Blacktails, August, up in the Alpine, hiking up from the beach, the hard way, gentlemen. We did it the hard way. <laughs> we did. And uh, we did. it was just, it was off the charts. I've been lucky enough to, like, I've, I've been to Kodiak, like, essentially once before, a couple other Alaska trips, but it never, it never ceases to amaze me just how grand and huge that place is just how big the country is like it's just everything about alaska is next level i feel like kodiak is even in some ways like next level to that in some regards when you throw some of the elements like you know the big bears bear density more big bears and but like what were what were some of your guys' thoughts like pre-hunt and then like when you saw it yeah i mean i don't know about you guys but i feel like getting the gear list from Brad and you, you were almost like the dad, yes. you know, like oh, Coop and absolutely. I, you know, all Marco of us would dad. go to Marco for, you know, for gear questions like, you know, what are we sleeping on? How are we sleeping? Where are we sleeping? Stuff like that. I mean, coming to you for all that stuff was huge, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the, the, the emotions ranged from excitement to slightly horrified to very unsure. I will second that 100%. Going in, I knew it was going to be Going to be a grind for sure, but once you got there, a uh, little slice of humble pie. Absolutely. I mean, just from the terrain to just everything there from, you know, like you mentioned, the bears to uh, the terrain that looks super doable from above to all of a sudden you look at it and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, this is going to be a grind, boys. It's, it's a total roller coaster, too. Like, I think you, Eric, described it well, like up and down and up and down. Like, right away, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be incredible. You look at the gear list, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be incredible. How am I going to fit all this in a bag? Then you get to the part where you're like, finally decide where you're going to go. And I'm still super stoked. And then you look on the map and you're like, oh, okay. Like, this is going to be incredibly hard. <laughs> well, remember, like, the, remember the contour lines we were looking at on X? You know, it didn't look terribly bad. Yeah. And then we meet on the plane over top are like, wow, well, yeah. this is a little different. This is going to be much yeah. different. Yeah, this like, is. Before we left, like you said, like, you know, like maybe I was in dad mode. Like I've been like, like I said, I've, I've been there before the one time and not like seriously, like one of the toughest, like craziest hunts of my life for sure. I was like, I felt like honestly, like I was like the one with like the most trepidation out of the group. Like, you know, like you said, <laughs> oh, the contour lines. I'm like, okay guys, remember when we're looking at these contour lines? <laughs> 
These are hundred foot contour like, lines. If I heard it once, I heard it a million times. Alaska is not to be trifled with. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? He was right. Yeah, yeah. you were right. Exactly. <laughs> Old Spot dad. on. Thanks, I'm, Dad. Nope. I remember we're talking to Brad like beforehand, and Eric's like, "All right, you know, like so, Brad, you know, like like you've hunted these blacktails before, like you know what makes a good buck and." Cause I know, and like, you know, okay, you know, okay, velvet bucks. So, you know, let's talk about antler care. And in my head, I'm like, where's the water at? (laughs) Yeah. 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 What are we we going to drink from? But it was super cool. Like you said, Coop landing, like, and I'll say this, it's like, even though I was like, okay, yeah, that's, you know, probably steeper than it looks. When we landed, I looked up and I'm like, I'm not sure there's a way out of here. Well, even when we landed in Kodiak, not just like on the... Like on the ocean, when we landed in Kodiak, I remember looking up and I'm like, "Holy cow!" Like right behind the Kodiak airport there. Yeah, it's There's like we're like gonna a, hunt up there. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, surely what we're doing is nothing near that, you know. And we're <laughs> we're driving in, having that conversation. It was exactly that. Maybe even a little bit more. Maybe even yep. worse. Yeah, I mean that island, like you know, it just kind of goes. It tops out at about three thousand ish in a lot of places, but from the ocean, it. It goes straight up. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, you're literally starting from zero. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. And I think, if I remember correctly, I think we had, like, right around a two-mile hike from base camp to high camp, and I, I did the Onyx track, and it was, like, 0.56 miles straight up that took yeah. us, like, yeah. three times as long to get up that versus just, like, actually zigzagging to where we finally camped. Yeah. Yeah. What did we figure it was? It was a half-mile-ish of, like, lateral elevation or lateral distance with... 2300 feet of elevation gain it was something, something right like that sounds right yeah. it was it, it was something it was something yeah i'd have to I, <laughs> my body would have said ten thousand. Oh, oh absolutely yeah. let's yeah back we up. gotta back it let's up back, back let's it back up. Back, yeah, back, back up terry back it up terry yeah we've uh <laughs> throw it in reverse <laughs> and full disclosure too everybody gassed it up with some form of energy drink prior to this podcast i think dude we're amped up man and we're ready the flight in, the, the bush plane flight in, Sawyer, you, so we went two separate flights, pretty, pretty big group. So I guess also I'll mention we did another podcast with Brad Brooks from Argali and then Jason Kaufman from Argali, who was not on that podcast. Yeah, you'll be oh, able to catch that at a later date. You'll catch that at a later date. So tune in for that down the road. But we were meeting those guys in Kodiak and then kind of all hunting together, but separate. So but yeah, so the flight in, Sawyer, you and Brad and Jason left first. We were the exploratory division. Yes, you yeah. were the scouts. There was no way for me to tell you not to come, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the reach wasn't on yet. So so what was that like? So you guys, you know, you know, we had a little bit cushier, lazier morning. You had to be up <laughs> you bright and early and hotel. out the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I've, I've been in like a Cessna. I've never been in a float plane before, so that was super cool. I like to fly, so there wasn't really any trepidation there. But as I'm like taking videos as we're flying across, and I'm like, okay, we're close. To the earlier point, like you look at that landscape, and you're like, this is very, very real. Like You think about even the time it took the pilot to get to where he drops you off. That's best case scenario if something goes bad realistically times that by four or five because he's got other stuff he's doing so like that's going through my head i'm seeing where we're landing seeing how close we are to the open ocean you're looking down and you're like oh my god like this is legitimately perfect bear country and then you see the point brad points down he's like that's where we're gonna camp and we're like okay same place cool 
Very Probably cool. seeing bears hey, as you're coming in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Saw a lot of bears as we were coming yeah. in. Picked a spot in the alders where we did kind of our low camp. Started setting up. Started getting a little more comfortable. Like, there was never a point of, like, I don't know if I can do this. But it was a point of, like, all right, get your together. Like, things are about yeah, to start stop, happening. Stop quick. crying. E- yeah. Yes. Well, that didn't. <laughs> I didn't register. That's for another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my personal podcast. I'll, I'll drop a link. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. That place is just like nothing else. From the air, it's like nothing else. And then you get on the ground, and it's like truly nothing else I have ever, ever seen in my life. Crazy. Yeah. Like you said, like put your game face on. Like when you, when you get like on your way in, and then when you get there, like that's very real. It's like you're there, and like, it's on you, and like I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm being like over dramatic. Like your survival is on you, but it really is. Like it's just oh, you yeah. out, 100%. you it's you, it's your friends. You're depending on each other. Every decision you make, you know, could have like a, a consequence. Like you, you know, it's like oh, if I'm successful, it's like oh yeah, I'm gonna be really careful with my knife as I'm butchering this. Yeah. Like you should always Ankles, be careful, knees. you know. We, all, we yeah. all talked about Dude. that too as we were doing that stuff. Yeah. Like, Boys, we got to be careful here. Hundred percent. A bad decision by you doesn't just affect you; it affects the six other people on the trip. Exactly. Yeah. Like, especially with that low camp being where it was, it's not like oh, I hyperextended my knee. Like I'm just gonna hang down here. It's like no, you're not. Right. Like, you're gonna be with someone else at all times. There's bears down here. Like the consequences of something going wrong just expanded quite a bit with this many people on the trip. Well, and then like you said earlier, like the time, right? Like something goes bad around here, like oh, you, you know, you get a cell phone call out, you know, you call EMS, they're probably on their way. Like it's a little different out there, yeah. you know. So you just, you just definitely that's in in the back of your mind. So and then the weather going in, I was actually so when we woke up that morning, like pretty foggy, very drizzly, yeah. rainy. I was like, and, and I was like, I don't know if we're gonna go in today. But yeah. like, and then when the pilot called and was like, "Hey, get your stuff ready," you know, you guys are going your first up. I was like, "Okay, I guess we're going." We're today. doing it, boys. <laughs> I remember yeah. that moment. That that's one of the moments that I remember the most is like getting the call that like, "Okay, we're going. Like, we're leaving today." Like, I I will not forget that. That was a moment to your point, sorry, where it's like all of a sudden, okay, like it's real, it's happening. Like, yeah, you knocked on our door and you're like, okay, 15 minutes, and we're like, oh, okay, we gotta, yeah, we gotta go, boys, <laughs> we gotta go now. Yeah, we were like packed, but not fully, fully packed, and it's yeah. like, all right, start moving now. You're totally right. Like that is like the moment, like all the stuff leading up to. You're like, oh, it's go time. Like it's yeah. go time. Yeah. Like the game is starting. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys land Sawyer. And then, I mean, honestly, like, we were kind of doing our thing back, getting ready for our flight in, because we had the same same pilot. So he was dropping you guys off, coming back, picking us up, dropping us off. Like, what did you guys do while while they're, I guess, waiting for us, essentially? Really just got everything set up with that low camp. Got those tents set up, kind of got everything situated. I think everyone really started to organize a little bit, started looking at the map, looking at the landscape, trying to find a realistic way up, because... I think that's the other thing about looking at the map before. Like, I had a couple lines drawn where I was like, yeah, this looks all right. You get there, it's just, no. No, that's not all right. God, absolutely not. Even in the plane, it, like, looks a little more manicured than it is. It's like, I mean, it's steep, but it looks like grass. And then you get there, no, no. No. It's up up to your neck. Like, not a thing. One step forward, five steps steps back kind of thing. Exactly. So I think we were just getting kind of settled in. And it was kind of hard for me still to be super excited at that point. I, my brain was just like, all right, just get up to high camp. Like, then you can get excited. Then like, you can step at a time. Settle yeah. in a little bit. So it, there was still not anxiety, but a little bit of apprehension. Like, man, we got to get up there. Like, that's going to be really, really hard. So, yep. 
I mean, I'm I'm 100% the same way. Like, kind of like I was talking about earlier. It's like, okay, once once we have like food, water, shelter set up, it's like, okay, now now we, we can go try to hunt. Brad yeah. Brad said something that struck me right before we got on the plane, and he said, "Eat the elephant one bite at a time." Yeah, and cool, that, man. That's a great phrase. That that's stuck great. with me the that's, rest yeah. of that trip, and I think yeah. it really like framed how I thought about the rest of that trip. Like, you're not looking at the top and be like, "That's going to take so long." You're looking like right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And focus on that next step. So that personally really helped me kind of get in the right frame of mind for this trip. I love it. So you guys get in. Like I said, the weather's a little bit snarly, but get in. We get picked up. The flight in is, dude, Eric, the flight in was so sick. It was amazing, man. <laughs> it was sick, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was awesome. And probably, you know, well, Eric, let's talk about what happens next. So, I guess backing it up even more, Ooh. we're sitting in the hotel like diner eating oh. English muffins, a lot of peanut butter. You know, just knew that I wasn't really going to have a whole lot of like I, I was calorie loading. I was going to say you're stacking calories exactly. before you go in. Oh, I specifically Call me remember the bringing over those peanut butters. Yeah, you're saying I'm taking some of these and putting them in my pocket. Yep. yep. So they had like the little yep. like peanut butter like sample like sleeves. I'm like, I'm going to take more of these. And, like I was really enjoying them. We get on the plane, <laughs> we're flying out. And I like I do okay flying, you know, in like big jets and stuff like that. I've never been in anything smaller than like a big jet. I mean, really, my first time flying since like being a kid was probably 2018. You know, like mm-hmm. my first year at Vortex. And well, and we've flown a lot of times flown, together for yeah. work, and like never Always have I okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. But we got on that thing, and to paint the picture, you're wearing waders. You have your rain jacket on. It's tight in there. You're packed in like sardines in the back seat. And so like you're hot. You're kind of like already just like hot, right? Slightly like, uncomfortable. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, so it was you, Marco in the middle, me on the left, Koopa's up front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. exactly. It's a little stuffy in there. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Three big dudes in the back. like Definitely. For sure. And we're like, airflow is limited back there. We hit a little bit of turbulence, and right away, I kind of like, I'll, I'll never forget, like, I like, I did the like reach, right? Like the classic yep. like roller coaster reach. And Mark, you're like, you're fine, just call, you know, like, it's, it's, that's how these are. Because, yeah, I was like, I thought you were just, like, nervous about the turbulence. Not nervous like, about the turbulence. And I was like, I'm like, oh, like, you know, I've been in a fair amount of small planes. I'm like, they just, this is what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is like, it's always like this. And, and when you said that was the moment that I knew we were destined for vomit. <laughs> <laughs> when you said they always do this, this is normal, like, oh, I'm like, no. okay, well, it's not going to get better. I was just an unassuming victim at that point. So at that point, I'm preparing myself. I, you know, We had Willie open up the like vents on the plane or whatever, got a little bit of airflow in there. You guys are probably like, hey, close the windows. It's getting cold in here where I'm like, crack this thing wide open. Because you were air. getting white. I was you know, literally I mean, turning white. Regular well, skin tone to white as a piece. Insert yeah. pictures. Uh, there, I, I was mean, just before and say, after. Yeah. Well, but I didn't even. Footage. I, yeah, I didn't really know that part until like Willie said something. He's he's like, hey, you doing okay back there? And I was like, oh wait, is somebody not doing? Oh my god, Eric's not doing. Eric's yeah, not there's okay. a ghost yeah. sitting in the back seat. <laughs> so I you was, were in the front. No, I was right next to. Eric. I was in stuff. the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, at that point, I'm like looking around the plane for anything that I can get my mitts on to do my, to, to vomit in. And at right about that point, Willie hands me his Yeti mug. Yes. Which, spoiler alert, is sitting in my house right now. I will right. not get rid of it. Yeah. Because well, I don't think he wanted it. He didn't want it back. He didn't really he didn't want, want it back, back either. Yeah. Also, when he handed you that mug, I'm like, 
Not enough. It's a nice gesture, but that's not going to do it. <laughs> that's not quite enough. Yeah, what are those? Do a gunfight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not talking the big like you know sixteen whatever whatever. I think it's big. The big mugs are like sixteen, eighteen yeah. ounces. Mm-hmm. This is like one of those little like eight or twelve ounce like coffee mug style camp mugs. I popped the top off that thing, and I'll never forget. We hit some turbulence, and at that, I dry heaved, and it. That's when I knew I'm like this is happening. It's happening. <laughs> I, I held it in for maybe another like 30 seconds. We hit more turbulence and it just started coming. And I'm, I'm getting it in the mug. We're, we're doing okay. Fill the mug up like that. I go to cap the mug. This is where things get a little, oh. little peanut buttery. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the cab is filling with the aroma of just... Yeah, it could have been worse. And actually at this point, I didn't even know that he was doing the job already all of a sudden i just start smelling this very <laughs> pungent I'm yeah. peanut butter smell and then you turn around yeah, and you start like, filming i'm taking pictures yeah <laughs> like, we, we have to get yeah. it as, as good friends yeah. will do exactly exactly long story short i fill that thing up i go to cap it there's so much in there and i'm holding it in cap it when i cap it i create pressure on that mug and mark you took it head to neck to chest covered you in the vomits it was, I felt it land, you know, because like you said, luckily I've got, you know, mostly rain gear and waders on, but the trajectory of, of the vomit, for the listeners out there, I guess in some ways, picture putting your thumb over a garden hose. That's a perfect analogy. And it went like straight up and then dropped down my neck and like into my hood. And, and I, Mark, I will never forget you are a germaphobe as it is, and I will never forget looking at you and saying, I'm sorry, and you're just like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't make a big deal. And I'm looking at you, and you're not looking at yourself. You don't know how bad it is. At exactly. No. Like, you are literally covered in vomit. I was in denial at that point to some degree. Well, no, and also, like, I also, like, didn't want to move because, like, every time I moved, I could, like, feel it more, you know, and I didn't want to, like, spread it around, you know. How like, far into the flight was this? Because that was, like, what, hour flight, give or take? I would say about halfway. I'd say yeah. you made a good half. Yeah. 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 That's still so, 25 minutes of pukey time, oh, yeah. though. That ain't good. Ooh, no, man. No, yeah. and it didn't stop there. I mean, no. once you capped <laughs> yeah. it, it was Yeah, just... there was more after that. Like, oh, I mean, it, it kept going for maybe another minute or so after the capping. At this point, there's nothing really else to go into, so it's mainly the ground. Uh, the, the floor of the plane <laughs> mugs full clark yeah yeah so at this point now like we have 20 minutes of like flying left we land it is literally like that, that that's the moment too we hit the water and i start looking around getting to my surroundings a little bit as we're kind of like you know coming into shore and it's pouring rain i see these guys out there it's like hoods up like cinched up you know rain gear fully deployed battering the elements and we get off the plane you're covered in puke and it is pouring rain <laughs> and here we are right on the track. Right and on i'll track. never forget seeing mark's face <laughs> yeah. like brad jason and i like we're amped we're ready to go like we're excited and mark steps off that plane and i immediately knew something was very wrong i couldn't see any of the puke but like the look on your face i don't even know how to describe it i was just like something is very wrong and my brain is like, God, like, did something happen? Is this going to set the tone for the trip? Like, I'm worrying. Then I get the story. My big thing was, like, whatever. You got sick. Like, I wasn't, like, mad or anything. But, I, like, you go into that trip, like, you're not bringing, like, a lot of stuff. So you're like, you're like you, know, ma- you know, like, 
So I was like, well, also like the brown bears, right? So like I'm stepping off the plane. I like I literally haven't like we haven't arrived yet. I smell <laughs> I smell like peanut butter. Hey boys. <laughs> Daddy's home. And brown bear. Marky Bear has arrived. <laughs> yeah, Marky Bear has arrived. I brought the bait. It's me. Um, Surprise. You know, so I'm like when I'm like, great, now I'm covered in peanut butter. Now I have peanut butter smelling everything like in our tent, like my base layer shot. That's over. We're, we're leaving that down at base camp. So that, now I'm down to base layer top. I'm like, we haven't even started yet. But we're focusing way too much on this because this is like seriously like such not yeah. not even no. a big. We had to get it in though. We had yeah. to get the, the puke yeah. story. Yeah. In. We have to. So we so get, okay. Yeah. We land. It's raining. You change, and now it's time to hike up. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you guys got the the, the you know the camp. We ditch you know any stuff that we're gonna leave at the bottom. Other essentials. A little bit of backup gear. Go to head up the hill, which like you and Brad and Jason had picked a route that honestly like worked very well for most of the way. Yeah. Yeah. If you were a mountain goat, it was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. But I mean, we almost, we almost, like we were at the top, like we were almost at like the terminus of like, we were as like as high as you could get. And it just goes to show like. In this country, like you can look at the aerials all you want, this, that, the other. Yeah. There's some stuff that you can't see, and what we couldn't see was like a cut in the terrain where I think it was like literally cut through by like a, a stream. Oh that, yeah, like that, you could hear rushing water in the bottom. It wasn't like it was just a little cut; like no. it was a cut with water like audibly rushing. Right, and it was steep enough. Like Brad was closest to it, and it was steep enough that it was like one of those deals where he's like, "I'm gonna go over there and check it out, and I'll let you guys know." You know. And he came back and like, you know, and we debated for a little while because, I mean, it's like, it's like you could see. If like, we, we were got so through close. it, we were there. Oh, oh we, we were, were home so free. close. Yeah, home we were in the home stretch yeah. for sure if we could have got through that. It was just one of those things like, you know, and I trust Brad's judgment and that dude's a mountain goat, like big rock climber doing stuff like that all the time. Yeah. And, and like, and he even said, he's like, you know, if it was just me, I'd probably attempt it. But like the odds of somebody getting hurt are pro, you know, it's like, it's not worth it. You yeah, know what I mean? No. All of a sudden yeah. you do that on you know, literally hour one. four of the trip, mm-hmm. you know, right. So back down to camp, back down to camp, go all the way down, which is kind of like, you're just like, ah, there was a buzzkill yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like a lot of physical exertion getting yeah. up there. Yeah. Cause we, yeah. we were all like full head of steam. Like yeah. we're going to go boys. We're going to get to the top mm-hmm. and we're going to get this on started. Yeah. But the good part of that was though, like you also like get to do like another round of like, what do I take with me? What yes. do I leave yeah. at camp? Absolutely. Yeah. What's important? Oh, we got yeah. light. Oh, <laughs> second trip up, yeah. we went light. Him and I for yeah. sure dumped a oh, lot. Oh, we were of dumping gear down there. a lot of stuff down yep. there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of camera gear that we didn't, you know, wasn't absolutely ne- like needed. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think everybody because, leaned up a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we even originally thought, oh, maybe we'll make two trips out of this. And and yeah. And oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great point. And, yeah. and once we got back down, like, everyone is dumping stuff out of their packs. We're trimming up a little bit. We got a little bit of a reset, though, because then the weather cleared up a little bit at low camp. Mm-hmm. We actually saw some deer that day from camp. We oh, even kind of right. went on yep. a little, like... Yeah, we, uh, us three went on this little stalk. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot we did, yeah. Yep, yep. and then we we, had, we saw some deer on the beach that day. While we were sitting there, all of a sudden, Coop, you're like, what's that coming this way on the beach? And when you said that, I instantly, I I'm like, bear. Bear, for sure. You know? All day. And we looked down, and right on the beach, here comes a doe and a little, uh, little spiker coming right past. I mean... 80 yards. Ended up going right past where you guys Literally. were just sitting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were watching you. I mean, you guys had spotted that pretty nice buck 
up top. And then, you know, it's funny. I mean, I guess, you know, shout out to rangefinders, not, not oh, to be man. like, but like, what was interesting to me is like, God, I like those deer are forever away. Like it was in the afternoon at that point. I'm like, I mean, is it even reasonable that you guys go after these deer? But what became apparent mostly after you guys went over and like stopped on that knoll, but could still see like up there, like I started ranging where the deer were and then where you guys were at. And even though you were like pretty darn low, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. If you guys could see those deer, you can kill them. And that was the craziest part. I'll never yeah. forget. We like got set up like almost, I think we took my backpack, laid it on the ground. I laid on my back on the backpack with my legs like up in the air and the gun resting on my knees because it was like probably a 35, 40 degree angle. Oh yeah, for sure. And looking at the, at that point, it was just a doe up there that we were looking at. And I'm like, gosh, it actually looks like, you know, I was steady. I'm like, it looks close enough in the scope. I range it. It's like 198 or like 220 yards somewhere in there. I'm like, holy cow, there's no way. But it was because of that crazy incline that it was, and everything just takes more time, you know, where, it, you know, Kodiak takes a while, but then filming everything takes more time. And then we had to cross the river. Remember, yep. I mean, wait her up. Yep. Carrie, you crossed. Yeah. You got across. Like, yeah. everything just takes more time up there. It's yeah. just, that's how it is. For sure. And like you said, it takes more time. Like, you look at something, you're like, oh, we, could, we can get over there. And it's like four hours later, you're over oh, there. Oh, man. <laughs> like you're over the next mountain ridge already. So we sat on those things for probably hour-ish, hour and a half. And then eventually, you know, we lost them probably around 6.30-ish. We came back off. You guys had left, went back to camp, which was 300 yards away. So we came back, met up with you guys. We're eating dinner. And uh, we're just finishing up, you know, our, our meals. And I, I don't know who saw it, but all of a sudden someone looks up and they're like, what's, what's that on the beach? And at that point, it was that was a no doubt what the, that yeah. those were, it and that was it wasn't no spike buck. No, 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 it was a big sow brown bear with three cubs coming right down the beach towards camp. And then also a shout out to rangefinders; they're not that far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were just across the bay from us, and and my big worry there, like I wasn't that, like I actually don't worry about. I mean, you have to be, like, cognizant and always yeah, be, yeah, for sure. you and know, bear aware and like, consideration and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I thought for certain, particularly because of the direction that they were headed and the fact that we were basically camped at, you know, the mouth of a very chock-full salmon-spawning river there. Like, literally, it, it necked down, not, like, 300 yards from camp. I'm like, oh, those bears are they're coming over they're by coming. us to fish. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't, though. They kind of went up a different little cut, and I don't know if there was fish. There was a little drainage there, too, so I don't know if, if I think there was. things yeah, were spawning up in there yeah. as well. They must be. Otherwise, they would have had no reason to go up in yeah, there. Right. Well, that was the other thing, too. Like, as we were glassing you guys up there and where you got situated, like, if you look directly right, there was an extremely pronounced bear trail right next to you guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. Like it's if they happen. if they shoot something in there, they might have a they might have a visitor. Yeah, so. yeah, that was the most bear sign that we saw the whole trip. Really yeah. was yeah. Down, down in our low camp, obviously because of the fish being down there and all that. But yeah, yep. I mean it was so we you know that kind of set the tone for that night. We you know everyone crawled into their sleeping bags, and I think that night like you know it was the night before we made our hike up to the high camp. But man, I that night I slept great because I had the cot set up. We were on very very flat ground. But at the same time, when I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to go to the bathroom, I did not want to leave the tent 
to pee. <laughs> Instead, I opened up the door and did it that way. <laughs> yep, agreed. Yep. And that was like that was my first time seeing a brown bear, and and like you had mentioned, Marco, they're not that far away. And like Brad, Brad, what do we do? Like, what yeah. do you do? You know, do you kind of let them go do their thing? Are they going to turn? That was where I was like, it's it's on, it's real. Yeah, this is happening right now, mm-hmm. and we have six potential more days of this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought I I was nearly like I th- I just thought they were gonna come and and fish by. So I'm like, okay, well we'll scare them away and hopefully they get the picture and they don't want to be around us as yeah. much as we don't want to be around them. And off they go and they kind of answered that question for us. But yeah, no, I slept I slept good that night. I think we put the bear fences up that night, didn't we? Or did we not? Next morning. Next morning. Next morning. Yeah. Yeah. Next morning we did. Yeah. Yep. So which is something that you know we talk about paring down gear. I had you know a bear fence in my pack on our first attempt up and I'm like. Eh, that, that three pounds, which is not that much weight, but I was like, that can stay here, you know? And I wasn't, like, again, not super worried. I'm like, oh, we're going up high, like. And there's yeah. enough of us guys that you There's hope, a lot of us. You know, oh, fingers yeah. crossed. We've all got bear spray. Yep. Everybody's got a rifle or a pistol, you know, some combination of, of the above. So, yeah, the next morning, we actually, we hike, like, quite a bit further back in the bay. Actually, where we wanted to be dropped off, but we couldn't. And, like, this is, like, kind of a good point to make, like, as, like, logistically complex and how much planning Alaska takes. Like, you have to be very flexible. Like, you were like, oh, we sh- we'd like to land here. And then we was like, yeah, I mean, I need, the tide needs to be in. You know, I need, you know, we need wind's the wind's got to be, right. be a certain yeah. direction. So we landed, you know, I don't know, like two miles, something like that, like away from-ish from where about we, where we ideally wanted to go in. So we hike to the far back end of the bay that morning and actually go up what we had marked as like our initial route that we wanted to do and steep. Like, I mean, basically same steep, straight up, brushy, alders at the bottom, salmon berries all throughout. The other thing Willie said too, is he literally did not feel comfortable dropping people that far back because of bears. Yeah. He said that a couple times. So I thought that was very interesting too. Like tide's got to be right. These things got to be right. Oh, and I literally don't feel comfortable dropping you there. <laughs> yeah. we'll, so we'll couple, go a couple much. good reasons, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Which, like, when you think about it, when you think about, like, how long he's been in Alaska, like, all the stuff that he's seen, like, you would think, like, and he's like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, I'll trust his judgment mm. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but we make it up. We, we grapple our way to the top. It's nasty. It's It's, like, brushy, but also slippery. Like, we talked about, there's a big group of guys, so... I know one thing that we, like, and maybe nobody knows, but it's like, did the first guy have it worse because it was, like, super thick and he was breaking trail, or did the last guy have it worse because it was, like, kind of like a slick mess, you know, by the time everybody went through it. But but we make it to the top. Success. Step one. Then it's kind of time to to make camp. Now, I'd be curious, Eric, because when we got to the top, I felt like you just wanted to drop gear and go hunt and figure out camp later. I did. Okay. <laughs> that was the vibe I was getting. Yeah. That was the vibe I was putting off. Yes. <laughs> Straight killer. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was in the camp of make camp, get our gear in there, get settled, and and then go hunt. And I don't know. I'm still glad we did that because- It was the right call. We, for sure. We got situated. Everybody got their tents up. And then, you know, got our sleeping bags, mats blowing up, everything in there. In classic Kodiak fashion, it started to rain again. Yeah. Which was perfect because we did have this stuff set up mm-hmm. then. Yeah. Much better than setting that stuff up in the rain. Right. Like we had it up uh, already, and then we just kind of tucked in for a little bit. 
maybe an hour tops, hour tops, I would say, hour-ish. Yeah. And then the rain kind of broke, and we came out, and spirits were really high then because we were finally going hunting. Mm-hmm. Spirits were high, we're going hunting, and from camp, we can see something. Very large buck. Very large buck. Like, huge buck. Bed at the top a mountain. It was like, like the most majestic sight I think I've ever seen. Like, that thing is up on probably another thousand feet maybe 500 feet above us easily yeah mm-hmm. and like no but i know thousand feet yeah i like I, yeah i know like what elevation we're at and that, yeah that's like another thousand feet thousand up. feet above us top of a mountain bedded up overlooking the pacific ocean like literally the most iconic site like i can close my eyes right now and see that thing up there and the most crazy part of it all is we're 2,500 yards away. Looking at it through 10 power binoculars, I can see his rack. Yeah. He's huge. Dude, the color was so, the color of those deer was so striking to me. Even like you, I watch videos on YouTube, like red articles, like you see some photos, but they're like spotting deer in the plane, like on the way there. And like, I see a few, I'm struggling a little bit because I was, I think I was just looking for the wrong color. But oh, man, you, you get You weren't looking for bright red? Yeah. That color is so striking. Like I couldn't believe it. That was insane. To your point, seeing that, it was just like, oh, that's a deer? Like, Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anything that color before. And just where that thing was, too, it was like it was his kingdom, you know? Like, he was was just... Because we were kind of camped on a saddle, right? Saddle, you know, mountain on side, mountain on the other side, you know? So we were right in the middle on a saddle, and we were able to kind of glass up, you know, find Buck right on the skyline. It was cool. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, that was definitely one of the most, like, majestic... Just like, and like you said, like he was the king. And I, I was looking at him too, and I'm like, I mean, obviously he's bedded where he's bedded because, like, it's so funny because, like, I doubt, like, nobody had been in there hunting this year. You no. know what I mean? No one no. had probably no. been in there <laughs> in the yeah, last how many years. Say, that no, was probably no way. right. Yeah. And, like, but he's still, like, a deer and like, yep, yeah, I'm going to bed in the spot where nothing can come kill me. Right. You know what I mean? Like really in some ways you should have not a care in the world, but he's like, they're still just like smart. Like it's yeah. just built mm-hmm. in. Oh him. yeah. And yeah, he was just like literally like, I mean, that was my initial thought. I'm like, dude, he is the king of the mountain over there. So that was cool. That was like, um, probably about noon, one o'clock, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well there's a deer here. Yeah. And a big one. So we split up. Yep. None of us, I've been here before. So, Sawyer, you and Brad and Jason kind of go the direction of that deer, which actually, even though, like, it's like, oh, there's a deer over there, like... We knew there were going to be deer everywhere. We knew there, like, yeah, we figured, you know, nobody knows what direction's necessarily going to be better or worse or where, but, like, also, like, that deer didn't, like, I was like, that's a cool deer. Like, I don't know if, I don't think you can go kill him. You know what I mean? Just, like, where he was, it's like, okay. So, we split up, and... Just kind of like, yeah, every, we hunt our way along. We spot a few does. And so that'd be, you know, me, Coop, Mike, Eric. Eventually we spot, I'm trying to think. We spot essentially two groups of deer kind of at the same time. Yeah. Yep. No, or not, not too far apart. I know one was that hardhorn two point that was kind of like in the. So it was basically, we, we saw the, vel- the we, we saw a group of deer off in the distance. Like at the kind of the basin of like a big, big yeah, that's mountain right. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, big open flat, right, that goes up to the top of the peak. And all those deer were kind of, like, right where that basin starts to gently climb up to the top. Mm -hmm. Um, You got a bunch of finger ridges that come up there and a main ridge that connects that saddle that we're camping on. So we had taken that saddle over to that spot because we saw those deer right away. 
like basically as soon as we left, like we maybe made it two, 300 yards before all of a sudden we were like, oh, there's deer there. We don't know what they are. We just see deer. Right. You right. know, so we had got over there and we kind of had this plan that that rock, we wanted to get to that rock because we didn't know if that, was, if that rock was like 500 yards or if it was going to be 200 yards. I mean, I think, I know I thought it was going to be like 250, 300. Same here, for sure. And we finally get up to that rock, peer over the top, and it's a huge, a, a a really nice buck, velvet buck, probably a four by three or two by three. I mean, he he for sure had at least three and I think a split. So I think it was a four on that one side. Mm -hmm. And he's just bedded out in the open with a bunch of other deer. But we range him and he's 548 yards away, which, and it was windy that day, you know, really like first day we're like that's ah, a poke to send it not a that. lot of cover not no. a lot of cover not and a lot of cover at all literally no. nothing that we could do with it so we had actually then kind of like creeped in on that deer because we're like okay we're you know there's nothing we can do we could our options were sit on this thing the rest of the day and at that time it's like bluebird sunny day it's it's gorgeous and the uh, the decision that we kind of like talked about as a group was like, okay, it's beautiful right now. We can sit on this thing all day and hope that he gets off that high point and kind of comes down towards us and we get lucky and we shoot him or we get aggressive knowing that, yeah, we've got great weather today. Let's hunt while the sun's out, literally make hay while the sun's out, you know, get in on this deer. We're either going to blow him and, or we're going to shoot him. And so we opted for that plan. Got into, I think the fur, the closest we got was, we took 100 yards off. I think yep, we got yeah. to 428 or yeah. something like that. And all of a sudden he got up and it wasn't like he got up and stood and looked at us. He got up and was, was out. He's Gone. Out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, See you later. Like he left with the urgency of like, in my opinion, like a high pressured buck. Like, and that's what, maybe I shouldn't have been surprised, but like, I just was like, I was like, I think these deer might tolerate a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. They just have, like we talked about earlier, they have, haven't seen people. Like, you know, maybe that deer, you know, maybe somebody's hunted that ridge in that deer's lifetime, yeah. but maybe not, too. You know, right. like I thought, eh, we can probably get to that 300-yard buffer, you know, get Which would have been, that would have been a different story because oh, it was 100%. nice conditions, like, mm -hmm. you know, but, but 430 yards on the first day. Yeah, right. four guys, you know. Yeah, well, yeah that's tough. And it's that, tough. when we got to that kind of 400-ish mark, I mean, that's when he was. That's when he left. Out. It's not yeah. like he sat there for a while and we contemplated things. Otherwise, yeah. we probably would have shot. Yeah, oh, know? yeah. We boogied up to 400 and four, whatever it was, and all of a sudden he was gone. Yeah, I was just I was just surprised how much he did not yeah. tolerate right. us up no. there. Yeah, and it was, was it was then like right after that that then you glassed up that two-point that was bedded basically. Okay, yeah. Picture a drainage coming off the mountain, and he was bedded on like a little rocky outcropping, but with literal just, you know, water, waterfall. Under underneath them, waterfall, not a waterfowl, waterfall. Yeah, like it was like, it was one of those like where he was bedded. It's like okay, like if we shoot him, we're not getting him. If the he, yeah, if he, the alder buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. If, if he kicks and goes down the hill, this is going to be you know a little bit of a situation. It's like it's Which, like if if he it's like if you shoot him and he hangs up, I mean you probably get him out of there. But it was even half sketch getting down getting to him in that yeah. spot too. So and like, we, and we were too. 70 from him like definitely in range had him in the wide open but then there were the things that were running through my head were not only that like if we shoot him and he drops down but also like if you shoot him and you don't you know even if you hit him right like the way that alaska works is you're notching your tag so whether you recover that deer or not like you're you've notched a tag you yep. know mm -hmm. so it's day one 
that's consideration. We decided not to go after him. And right about that time, all of a sudden we hear a couple gunshots. Yes. Sawyer, please. What happened? Fill us. Oh, so actually, so I'm going to say this. So yeah. we hear gunshots like. And we're all pumped. Oh, yeah. We're like, yeah. boys are getting her done. And then like a little bit later, like a third shot. And that's when I'm just like. Something oh, happened. Something, going? yeah. Like, but I don't know. Like, Something did happen. <laughs> at first, I was super jacked, and then I hear shot three, and I'm like, okay, that could be good or bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know, like, you know, here in Wisconsin, oftentimes you hear, you're like, oh, somebody shot, and then, you know, five shots later, and you're like, yeah, that deer's still running. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, Sawyer? What happened? Yeah. I mean, like you said, we went the opposite way, kind of made our way over there. I would guess probably three, four miles-ish, mm-hmm. give or take. Not super far, but obviously, like you said, Mike, everything takes longer. And you're kind of meandering, too, because there's deer everywhere, whether you see them or not. Like, you don't want to miss one, so we're kind of being careful that way. But make our way over there, see a bunch of does kind of sitting there, and then I spot three bucks. I believe it was three bucks. And they were, at that point, I think they were six, 700 yards. So the scariest part of the trip for me came after that. It was not the bears. It was not hiking up those hills. We side-hilled, like, a lot of which was scree rock, and it was legitimately terrified me. Because <laughs> like, it's like... We were on that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. so we found ourselves there. Oh, yeah. It was weird. It oh, was... Yeah. And, and we said, Brad's, Brad's mountain goat, right? He's been here. He's done the thing. Same with Jason. I had not done something like that, so... All you can think about. I know I said earlier you're just thinking about your next step. I broke protocol in that moment, and I looked down, and I was like, "Yeah, okay. If I fall, like nothing's stopping me. Like no. it's it's game over at that point." So there's the excitement of going to try to kill that buck, but there's also like I am not gonna hurry because they're just chilling there, and it was absolutely horrifying. I think that was definitely the only point on the trip where I was truly frightened. Yes. It, so we get through that. The like like Eric said, we ended up spoiler alert, we're <laughs> not gonna death, get too far into death hell. We yeah. tra- <laughs> we traversed that same thing. So like every t- everything you're talking about right now, like I can picture like yes. every step you're taking. I have the same feelings. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So we get to another kind of vantage point where we're kind of peeking around. We can see them. I think they're probably four hundred yards at that point. And Brad's like, Well, we can get to probably two hundred if we do some more sneaking. But there was a point where we could get to 300, and I was like, yeah, absolutely, doing that. So got to that point, got set up. The first buck was bedded, so shot that one at about 300. And it was just probably a situation I'll never find myself in again unless we, Lord willing, go back. I've got two buck tags in my pocket, (laughs) and there's just bucks everywhere. Like, it's a, a dream scenario, right? So I shoot the first one. And then Jason shoots one. Did, did you know there were three bucks or more? Like, did, you knew there were multiple bucks. We could the, see three. Okay. If so I'm remembering correctly. And well, did there you... was more than three, oh, which oh. we found out. Oh, okay. Uh, so the, we should have done I, a European hunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to bring up something that Brad said, because when he was kind of recounting the story, he was talking about like how like, okay, yeah, we could get to, you know, two yeah. if we do this. And how you just like looked at him, you're like, no, this is good. And like, <laughs> I did, Brad's just like, man, this guy is cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's exactly yeah, that's, how yeah, it, <laughs> Dude, I was just as cool as, as he described. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, nerves are going a million miles a minute. I'm like, don't mess this up. Like, God, what an opportunity. Like, we're early in the trip. The weather's nice. So I shot that deer. Jason, who was right next to me, shot a deer that was to his left. Another really nice deer. And the moment is just crazy because I felt supremely confident about the shot, but it was on kind of this small little knob. So I watched impact and then went to get back on the gun, and he must have just barely rolled back behind. So I can't see him. We can see Jason's deer is dead. So I get back on the gun, and there's other deer behind them that now made themselves visible. So I knew the first buck was a really nice buck. And I see another one walk out that is also a very nice buck. So the scenario going through my head is I've got two tags. If you hear it once, you hear it a thousand times. If you get nice weather, take advantage of it. I didn't have eyeballs on the time at that other deer. So I was like, here's what's going to happen. That other deer walked out. When I had shot the first time, the rifle came back a little bit and got into some moss. So that second shot, you guys heard, hit a lot of moss. So it missed obviously. Oh. So at that point, I look back at Jason. He's like, yeah, shoot again. It's not down. So we were both under the impression that that was the same buck that had got back up, which if I would have been in the right mind, I was like, no, that shot was true. Like that thing's dead. But dude, you, dude, it's, it's tricky, it's, man. It's happening so fast. Your yeah. mind's playing tricks on you. And I know I got two tags. So I'm like worst or best case scenario, like two deer down, you know? So I'm trying to dig around, get the cartridges. I'm prone the whole time, and I'm like, okay, I'm done fiddling with trying to find this in my pocket. Everything was a little wet at that point. Roll over to Jason's gun, shoot the other deer. <laughs> That's so casual. <laughs> Barrel roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no big deal. And, yeah. hey, I'll yeah. give a, a shout-out to the Vortex Hunter Marksmanship course. I took that probably a month before the class. Like, I'm all right with a rifle. I've always been comfortable. Like, I've killed deer. But mine was an MRAD scope. And I had really good dope on it, like dialed, did the thing. Jason's was MOA, and he had zeroed it at 200 yards. So now I'm doing the Zach Galifianakis casino math in my head, trying to figure out what to hold over, finally do the math. Likely, Luckily, it presented a shot. So Jason and I are both like, yeah, we got to be sure. That could be that deer. We're not 100% sure. Kill that one. Dies. But... I meant to anchor it down with the shot, and I felt good about the shot, but there was a little bit of area where he picked up a little bit of ground and went into the absolute worst spot possible he could have potentially (laughs) on the mountain. Like, we're talking (laughs) straight-up treacherous, like, didn't have eyes on him after that, knew he was dead, uh, but we didn't know how far he made it down. At that point... Then we got eyes on the first buck I'd shot, dead, in a great spot. Lucky, right? So we make our way over to where that stream's running down, just total, absolutely. Like a hellhole. Hellhole, absolutely. Rocks, the whole nine yards. And I will say, like, you know, just to point out, like, you made, like, gravity, like, you poleaxed that deer. Yeah. Like, stoned him. But he rolled. But gravity... When something is vertical, we'll take something. <laughs> I feel like throughout. Down. I feel like throughout the trip, the to your point, Marco, that was more evident every day that went on. Yeah. Gravity was not in your favor. Yeah, yeah. The situation got western in all the ways I could not necessarily control. Like I couldn't have been more happy about both the shots. Like, yeah. In that way, I'm stoked. But then we're walking over there, 
and we didn't see it right away. So I was like, okay, hopefully around that next bend, get that far. And we finally see it, and it is in the absolute most treacherous spot I have ever seen a dead deer in. So at that point, we're like, all right, we know these two deer over here. Jason's working on his. We're going to save the other one. We know we know where that one is. So we start working, and at that point, we are just shuttling meat up, coming back down, shuttling meat up, like straight up treacherous. Got it out of there. But then at that point, we see that buck that was down there is better than nice, like really, really, really nice buck. Like both of them are, like for me, once-in-a-lifetime bucks. Dude, they're giant blacktails. Like Super nice. Very, very nice, nice deer. Bucks. So all intense, like wish I would have just nailed them both, laid down, be done with it. It did, looking back on it, it's like kind of cool it happened that way. Like he was dead before he fell. So I like nothing weird happened that way. But it was a rodeo for sure. When you guys like, like major... Wait, were you ever to, were you like, how do we get down to that thing? Because, like, it just falls off. Luckily, we were able to follow that stream all the way down, just walking through it. Oh. And he died right in the stream. Jeez. <laughs> so, we had to use paracord, tie him off. It was, it's awesome. It, now it's awesome. Now, yeah. it, now you survived, right? Now it's great. We were able to cool the meat down in that stream, like, great, right? And and we figured it out. Obviously, Brad was a were you just like help, but were you like just really cool at that point too? We were like, yeah, I just kind of like to shoot them in these spots so they cool off quick. <laughs> I, it was hard for me to be excited in that moment because I was like, God, like you're mad at yourself. You're like, man, that situation didn't really necessarily work out how I wanted it to. I'm getting mad at you for like <laughs> you being like you did like every in my opinion like just hearing Brad and you tell the story and then hearing it again like you did everything right. You didn't do anything like. You shot a really nice buck. Another buck essentially gets up right behind it. Things are happening fast. You know you have two tags. You're like, well, I'm either going to shoot two deer or I'm going to anchor the deer that I've already got hit. And that's just how it went down. Like, there's no... There's no yeah. That was you your know. weather window, man. And you hit oh, it, yeah. oh, you hit it no. hard. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was going through my mind the whole time, too. I was like, there is no downside to this scenario. There's no ethical downside. There's no legal downside. Like, it's on. Like, I'm here. I don't know when I'm going to be back. Like, let's let's do this. And it, it ended up working out. But, yeah, that, that second deer was, that was difficult. That was a rodeo. I'll never forget from our perspective then. Like, we don't know any of this. No. No. And so we sit the rest of the day. We kind of like hike up and over. We're like not, you know, we found a couple more deer here and there, I, you know. And finally, at the end of the day, we kind of get on the that basin where that original buck was. And from that basin, we could see camp. And now it's like late in the day. Like, what do you think? You shot that deer probably like 2 o'clock-ish? I think it was 3, 3.15. Okay. okay yeah. So like four or five hours have gone by now. And, like, you guys are getting back to camp. And I know we, we initially, like, last, when you guys were working on what mm-hmm. was probably the your first buck, the one that was in that more, like, viewable mm-hmm. position. Yeah, we're like, oh, like there's... A couple mountains over, we see oh, white yeah. game bags. Game bags. We're like, yeah. okay, we're well, like, something huh. happened. Yeah. Right? So, so, like, the way that we pictured it in our head was just, like, you know, a handful of shots for, for a deer, like, probably hit them, you know, deer's probably moving, had to put another one in them. Exactly. You know, because you want to you want to anchor those things before they get off of those cliffs, like to your point there, you know. So we're like, oh, sweet, they got one. 
And then we're we're glassing <laughs> some more now, and we're but like, wait, there's <laughs> more. Wait, there's a lot of game. Yeah, we're the, like, you get the juicer. <laughs> yeah, where I'm like, oh, I think I see like twelve game bags. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, this what doesn't mean. Yeah. So eventually, so we do see that, and it's getting like it's like light is starting to wane. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's it was probably nine o'clock at that point. For sure, fog coming in too. Yeah, so things are getting a little spooky out there, regardless. Like. Yeah, so we start heading, like, we're like, okay, let's call it, you know, because we were a few miles from camp. We're like, yeah, it'll take us, yeah, you know, some time to get back. We'll hunt our way back, you know, to some degree. I think seeing, like, you guys and knowing that you guys had killed deer, Speeded I think, us up. like, put a little spring in our step. Absolutely. Uh, and we spooked a nice buck because of that. <laughs> I was going to say, we never even saw. maybe a little too much spring. Because, yeah. we get, yeah, we get back, like, number one, we get back, and I'm like, what have you guys done? Like, what is going... I mean, there's game bags everywhere. There's three, like, insanely nice two, bucks. Two bucks I would have been, like, very, very surprised at. Like, that, like two bucks came out of that shooting. When I we saw three, I was, like... I was literally mind blown. Selfishly, that moss shot really frustrates me because then we would have been just three for three, you know? <laughs> this is actually the the first time I'm you even hearing about yeah. the moss shot, you know? But yeah, I, 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 the way I heard it, it was shot. three for three, yeah, but yeah. I must... Because I remember we heard, like, it, we heard you know, three. you can hear that, like, echo when, when a round finds its target, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yep. that sounds like a hit. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. But yeah, we oh. get back and there's three bucks laying there. That was a cool scene, you yeah. know, coming back. You guys were super jacked. Like, oh, that was super jacked. But you could also tell that you guys had done some. Work. Yeah, I could tell you oh, yeah. pretty well. Coach. You guys, yeah. you guys witnessed the only fall of the trip, Mark. I, I think you said I was like I was hurting, like they're boning the deer, deer and a half, like, and I ate absolute <laughs> backwards. Like, and it wasn't even that treacherous of ground. I think I was just so tired, but I think you guys saw it. So, well, because we're like, oh, they're get, you know, somebody's getting close to camp, and I, th- I can't remember if we can tell. It. No, I think <laughs> yeah, we can tell because yeah, yeah. we were glassing them up Coming at that down. point. Yep. Yep. And like, yep. it was one of those falls where, like, I'm sure everybody's <laughs> fallen in their life. Mark, but, have you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but one of those where, like, you Vortex like falls, big faller. You're on the ground before, like, you, you know that you fell. You know, no. all of a sudden you're on. It's like, a cartoon. It was a banana slip cartoon. Yeah. Like. And you, but the you got up so quick though. It's because in my brain I knew if I didn't get up I wasn't getting up. (laughs) (laughs) At that point my body was so spent. I was just like I can see camp like I ain't going out this way. Like get up, (laughs) you're almost there. So funny, but at the same point it's like it's like every single one of us fell on this trip multiple times like oh, actually totally. i think that was the only time you fell i fell multiple times oh yeah so it's like it's funny but at the same time like everyone literally everyone did it literally you know? comes with the territory oh, too yeah. like if you go and think you ain't gonna fall in that place like good luck no yeah and to your point earlier marco about if you're first or last in line is it better or worse and i you and i were at the tail end and i don't know i'm not i'm gonna sound a little selfish here but i think we had the blunt end of it i agree oh, i yeah. agree it oh, was yeah. like it was pretty sloppy in spots yeah. where you'd like i mean you'd go like which was interesting it, i was actually surprised that it would get down to that point because the vegetation was so thick like you would think it would just right. kind of like compress but you'd get to those like kind of i guess you know spots where you just get down in the mud yeah. and it'd just be like You'd go to get some purchase with your feet and just like shunk, shunk, shunk. You're taking like five steps to take one step, right. you know. Right. But uh, but yeah. So we get back. Sawyer's still intact after his fall. You're like a cat, dude. Like yeah, I still like. I know we talked about. it. I will never forget seeing just that like just slew of game bags like strewn about. Yeah. The, like those three. Like I was just like yeah. We this is we, like 
unbelievable. We get back to camp. We eat some food. Spirits are high. Mike has to go to the bathroom. Yep. Mark, Mark, what did you follow <laughs> up with Mike's? Uh, Mike had to go number two. Sage, <laughs> yeah. sage advice. I was going to say yeah. this yeah. is sound right. advice. I think, I think this is. We uh, had found our water. Yeah. We so were yeah. Gonna... So for for context here, our tents are kind of all on a line. I'm on like the lower bench. Coop is up probably what thirty yards. Yeah. 30 yards-ish, on a, on a hill. Like, you were not sleeping I picked sleeping a bad well. spot. I you picked a bad spot. not sleeping well. Woke up at the bottom of the tent. Yeah, Mark <laughs> and Eric are, what, another, what, 30 yards yeah. up, and then Jason Sawyer and um, Brad are up, kind of at the top of there. Yeah. Well, you could, and it's worth pointing out, like, that country is, like, it's so lumpy. Yeah. Like, it's difficult to find a spot that even, even if it's not, like, flat, yeah. or, like, even if it's not level if flat. If you've ever been on, like, floating bog type <laughs> stuff in marsh yeah, habitat, yeah. that's basically what this is. It's kind of like, yeah, hummocks yeah. or whatever. Whatever. Yep. So that's kind of like we're all kind of like, you know, in a just kind of like yeah. where you find a spot, yep. you know. Anyway, Mike, please and continue. And so we find a water source, what, 200, Perfect. maybe 200 yards to our right, you know, and, you know, at the edge of that bench where I'm, where my tent's at, it kind of, it just cliffs off, you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty steep off. So I yell, I'm like, hey, Coop, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Start going down, and Marco, what 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 happened? <laughs> Mark follows it up by saying, "All right, uh, sounds good. Don't <laughs> in the creek." And, 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 and like it's towards the end of the day, we're all tired, and I'm just like, I just gave a smart ass comment. It was, like, yeah. All right, Mark, I'm gonna go <laughs> in the creek. I was like, in my head, I was like, that was very pointed, but well deserved. <laughs> like, I was like, so uh, Mike followed the advice well and did not poop in the creek. Yeah. Yes. Not poop in the creek. Thankfully, and then uh, I've been. I'll follow this also with like I was with somebody one time where I was like, "Why? Why did you do that?" Like, <laughs> and I was almost insulted that you thought you I know would what? Poop and you that's where my head like, went. Yeah, yeah, are you serious? Like, like, I'll do that. Come on, I would dog. Poop in the creek and d- contaminate our water source for the Mike, next. I was tired. I was tired. I wasn't. You thinking were tired. Straight. You were yeah. not and, thinking straight. And you should. And you know what? You should have been insulted. Like I was. Like I said. Like Mark, your your reply back. I can't even was, remember what it was, but I was like, "It was yeah, I'm gonna eh, sh- the creek." Yeah. So, so Mark, you were tired. It was pretty witty. You're tired. Yeah. You should have done then, it just to spite him at that yeah, point. Right. So Mark, you were tired. You were groggy. Yeah. You were you, tired. You go to brush your teeth. Then what happened? So what within the span of five minutes here? I'm gonna uh, go. I know, I'm down Thirty-five low. seconds. <laughs> was it that close? It together? was, dude. It was close. It together. was. It was like. It, yeah. It was. It was like. So yeah, I'll I'll uh, so I go to brush my teeth. It's night, you know. Why not brush your teeth, right? I brought a toothbrush, and like my my like little you know kit of those things was like you know kind of towards the front edge of the tent, and so like I'm not really looking as I go, and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. There's my toothpaste, and I guess I'll I'll I don't want to bury the lead here, but you can ingest a certain amount of anti-itch cream <laughs> without fully poisoning yourself. So so Mark, I gotta I gotta tell this from my perspective. We've never had a slumber party before, no. so I've never, never been really around when you brush your teeth, and you know <laughs> you're you're brushing your teeth. The tubes were like the same size, and you're and you're just like spitting over and over and over, and I'm like, I'm like. Mark what doesn't like germs. Whatever gets the, the job done. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. What, what, I'm like, what is he doing? Whatever. Like everyone brushes their teeth a little different. Yeah. You know, Mark really likes this, to spit out the toothpaste. This is a little extreme, but yeah. you know. And and I'm like doing my own thing. I was putting my food away, and I look over at you, and you come walking over, and you say, "This is very embarrassing, but I have something <laughs> I need to tell you." <laughs> 
<laughs> you got your toothbrush in one hand and something else in your other hand that you're holding uh, concealed. I can't see it. You go, and I, I just got done brushing my teeth for 30 seconds with this. <laughs> and you, you release the palm of your hand, and in it I see anti-itch cream. And you're like, and now my tongue is numb, and uh, just thought you should know. And you turned around and walked away and did not allow room for a response. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to have an honest moment here. I'm a little embarrassed. You know, but I wanted you to know, you know, in case I started to die, that was why. <laughs> Which is actually a very good learning moment yep. for everybody listening to this. You know, when you are in a place like this, it's crazy how like something like this, right? It's like a funny thing where we can laugh yeah. about it now. But like looking back, it's like I remember thinking, I'm like, man, if he does have like a little weird or allergic reaction, mm-hmm. like that's it's it, everything is magnified when you're in a place like this. An ankle turn is not an ankle turn. Ingesting anti-itch is not just ingesting anti-itch. As as low odds as something like that might seem, which it is, like, that's the other thing. It's like, if, like, when, dude, I'm perplexed. How could that even happen to somebody? And of of course it happens to me, and it happens there, right? Like, you know, if if something weird is going to happen, I swear it's going to happen, like, on on some hunt when you're in the middle of nowhere. So, long story short. The anti-itch did not kill you. No, we're fine. Like I, said, I didn't yeah. poop in the creek. Yeah, everything you know, was good yeah, that was, night. All is right in the world. Yeah. Great and, first and, day. Yeah, and there we are first the, through the first day, and we're uh, <laughs> an hour one in. hour in. <laughs> Bears, falls, anti-itch cream. So, okay, day two, we wake up. We Our plan is to go back to that same area that we had hunted the first day. We go back there. It As soon as like we leave, it gets foggy. You know, we get like fogged in heavy. And I think we sat there, fog would come in and out. We actually glassed up a bucket kind of like across the canyon, like mm-hmm. a little two point. Mm-hmm. Yep. A little two point probably, like I think, what, I mean, he was like almost a thousand yards away. He or was something super like far away. Yeah. yeah. So we just kind of hung out there and then we kept making some progress back up to that basin, that original basin. Long story short, I think we spent half the day there. Spent yeah, half the day. Yeah, I mean, and like you're just always hoping because you never know, like when the weather's when right, the weather's gonna break. Yeah. It's like, hey, it could be five minutes. We might as well be we might as well be out here in a good spot, you know, when slash if the weather breaks, and you know, so we're killing some time eating blueberries. A lot uh, of blueberries. Lots of blueberries. You know, uh, you know, like we set up on that canyon, just like and and it was like it'd be like you get glimmers of like oh. Maybe now, maybe now, maybe now. And then it would just just, instantly fill back up. I have have actually actually a couple pictures on my phone that's like the crazy sequence of how quick that stuff would blow in. But basically, the the timestamp on these pictures is what's so interesting. So... I mean, you can go. You can go from bluebird mm-hmm. to like in the clouds, fogged in in five minutes. We've got yeah, time, we took a time oh, lapse yeah. of that too. That whole thing coming in, dude. And, that know, same day. Through. This is the picture I took. That's the like, same you picture. Literally, I cannot yeah. like white oh out condition. That was a sheer drop right beyond that. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't see a thing. So I have that same picture, right? Like <laughs> this is eight fourteen. This is nine o two. So in forty five minutes. Just opens up, and then it was right after that it was back to south. Yeah, poof, you know. But so, like you said, Eric, we kill half the day. You know, it's raining half the time, and we're just like, you know what? We're getting pretty wet. You know, like Mm -hmm. I mean, our our rain gear was keeping us dry, but we were like getting wet just from from, you know, you're sweating, you're wearing your rain gear, you're in you know pretty rugged terrain, so you're sweating. So you're essentially like your rain gear is keeping you dry, but you're getting wet essentially from within. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So we're finally like, okay, let's go back, eat some lunch. We go back to camp. I think we, you know, ate a little lunch. Brad comes back. 
And then I think you guys actually weren't too far behind Brad. I think Brad had kind of split off. He was bow hunting and was on deer, came back, and and then you oh, guys weren't right. too far Brad behind. Oh, that's right. Brad sat on like a big yeah. buck. Like, well, I, I mean, Jason had... and I are tagged out at that point. So yeah. we're just like, dude, if you're going to stock in with a bow, like, we will get footage from afar. Like, I'm not going in there with you. Like, I don't want to mess that up. Right. So it was like, I'm not going down that mountainside again. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that too, Coop. That yeah. too. So, like, what was the, so, like, what was this? Because he, I'm trying to remember, like, he he saw that buck, made a move on it. Ended got up, to in range. Got yeah. to in range, sat on it forever. And then I think, and then I think he got fogged in. Got and f- then it was like, then he finally left. Yeah. I think it got fogged in, and from what I remember, he said the wind kind of swirled, and that thing just like it didn't, it didn't like blow out, but it it left. And was that then the day that we? So that afternoon we went over there, right? Yep. Am I remembering that right? That I was believe so. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So yep. yeah. Yep. So but so we get back, and then Coop and Mike though, like you guys, instantly retire to your tents, and I think catch some Z's. Oh yeah, yep. I checked the eyelids out for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. I was gonna do the same thing. And then Brad came back, so then we we ended up. DSing. We took our time, yeah. Like mm-hmm. we, we sat up, in the gear tent for a little bit, ate our meals, yeah, made some coffee. Brad gave us kind of the lay of the land over there. Knew that there were deer over there. Sorry, you and Jason came back then. I mean, and we weren't rushing to get back out because the weather wasn't great. There was no reason we to go anywhere. We didn't know that we were going to go. No. Oh, like, if yeah. we if we would have left again to go hunt, like, probably doing more harm than good because, you know, you're, you just can't see. You just yeah, can't no. see. You're That's probably right. walking through deer, potentially, or, or country that right. you should be looking yeah. at, mm-hmm. you know. Well, not to backtrack a little bit, Marco, but, like, when that, that first morning when we got fogged in like that, Eric and I, and then you guys had split up, and we were just on different sides of the, the mm-hmm. saddle, if yeah. you will. And when those guys came walking over to us, him and I were like, is there a grizzly coming? Because it sounds like, oh. you know, a tornado is coming at you because you guys are, you know, brushing up against all the foliage and whatnot. And all of a sudden, bam, you're right there. Yeah. That was like one of feet. the craziest things because, like, we could hear you guys coming from forever away. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, there you guys are. Like, we could see the outlines. And I didn't know if you guys were 150 yards or 25. And Dude, you're, actually, oh, you were yeah. probably about 25, 30 yes. yards. Depth perception gone. is just like gone. See ya. So yeah. that's why we were in no rush to get back mm-hmm. out there. No. And the, but here's the crazy part. That day and the previous day, the day that Sawyer shot his deer, were the days that we were like, oh, the weather is going to be good. Like these are our good weather Those days. were supposed yeah. to be the good weather days. <laughs> and so, everything yeah. else was going to get worse yeah. from there. So when those weren't like, those were probably strong maybe six out of ten days as far as like weather goes. And when those were the air quote good days, we were very unsure of what the rest of the week had. Yeah, I mean, in our in our heads, it's like, if this is good, then we're not going to see anything the next, you know, like we can yeah. see something like we're seeing probably, you know, like 50%, 60% of the day you had visibility. It's like, oh, it's going to get worse, you know? So again, I think maybe the point you're making, Eric, is like, we need to make make hay while the sun shines, yeah, literally. And then the sun finally did break, or the, the fog did break and the sun came out. It was crazy. It was like night and day difference. You went from seeing nothing to like, it's a nice day outside. Right. And at that point, it was kind of time to get, you know, make a decision. So after talking to Brad, Brad wanted to go kind of check out some new country. Sawyer, you were going to hang back and work on your deer, get them deboned. So we kind of came up with a plan where we were going to go, where essentially where Brad was, we were going to explore some new country. Brad was going to explore some new country. Hoping, new, there, new might, to him. hoping there might be some deer left, Sawyer. <laughs> so we go over there, and we, <laughs> we start hiking in, and I think we got up on that first peak, and, and it, like, 
we could see deer. We just didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like, like not on the ridge that we were on, but kind of like on a face to the left. It was like there was two pockets of deer. One had yeah. like a bunch of deer in it with a big buck that we could see for sure. Like, oh, that's a big buck. Yeah. And then the other one, which I guess in terms like it would have been like closer to us in a way, even though they weren't close, like was like a separate pocket of deer that we would hire up higher up that we would like naturally run into first yeah depending on you know and we knew that big buck and we knew it was a big buck and like we didn't know i guess how big but we just knew it was like a nice buck that was in that in that first group which is actually the more distant group to your point mark we actually would have had to go through that first group but where that first group was just like looking at them even like you know just naked eye looking at them were like those have to be bucks just because of the location that they were at i mean they were like they were high they were up, almost they were high man like yeah. very close to the top yeah so we make our way like up the ridge go 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 like we see these deer like again we were hauling oh yeah we, yeah, were we made hauling. time yeah it was yeah. like it was a strenuous and we, uh, pace mm-hmm. at that at that point we found ourselves on that same scree slide yes. and i was like so jacked up oh dude man. <laughs> yeah. your amp, man. Oh, yeah. man me and you are like high horse let's yeah. go yeah eric was jacked i was a little bit petrified because here's why and like i didn't i i Spoiler alert, I don't like spots where, like, if you fall, you're dead. And that was just, like, <laughs> one of those spots. Fair. Like, fair. Okay, th- I appreciate that. It was just like that, but it was, like, it was a long way of that. And then in my head, like, number one, okay, things I wish I would have done that would actually would have made me more comfortable. I should have said, what I should have done is said, guys, give me a minute. I'm going to spike up because I had those micro spikes with me. And I think that would have made me feel, like, a lot better as we kind of traversed that side hill. And the other thing that's in the back of my head, like, it was still, like, it was, most of it was, like, pretty tundra-y, mossy. So, like, you felt like you had good grip, but also, like, in the back of my mind, I've previously been in some country like that. And actually, I had a buddy that had, like, a really bad fall hunting Sigda Blacktails where that moss, like, sloughs off and it's just slick rock underneath. And so, like, then it's just, like, ice, you know? So, like, in the back of my head, like, I'm thinking about that. And well, literally, the way that I was operating was ignorance is bliss. I'm not even thinking about that stuff same. because it, to me, it's not even a possibility. Right. You right. know, you were like, and I, hey, I love the positivity, but also like, so and so we filmed all this, right? I mean, obviously, Mike and Coop, you filmed this whole yeah. thing. You know, in my head, I think so. I'm writing some of the video today, so hopefully, I don't spoil that. But like, basically, I tell, I say to Eric, I think at some point, I'm like, hey, it ain't worth dying for a deer. And then it was just obviously, it was very obvious to me that you disagreed with that 100% statement. 100% disagreed. Um, Adrenaline rush, man. Disagreed. That <laughs> go, 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 baby. At that point, I literally was like, okay, we need to like, I need to somehow, the way that I'm processing everything is like, okay, if we counterbalance each other, we're going to meet right in the middle and we're going to probably be perfect, right? Yeah. So I went, I met it with like full, liter- literally, I think the words that I said was, it's a full on charge. <laughs> <laughs> so love it. That is just so funny now. When I look in retrospect, when we brought the deer back, when we shot him, you were super stoked. You were super congratulatory, yep. but you had that look in your eye where I was like, something is going to die soon. Yes, like you had that look in your eye where it's like, I he doesn't care what it's gonna take. Like he <laughs> Eric, is going he's to go die. kill. Minimum one deer. <laughs> Eric, soon. Eric's jealousy was turning to rage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was seeing red. We um, were going to make it happen. Yeah. And, I, and literally, that's what we were saying on the way up there. We got up there. 
we were on that scree slide, and that was like the moment when we were like, guys, it is good weather. There is a group of bucks here. There is another group of bucks here. We have the stage set to get in a position where we're going to actually get a crack at one of these two groups, mm-hmm. and we need to make it happen. For we sure. don't know what the future lays with this trip. 100%. And I was like all for making it happen. I just like wanted to make good decisions making it happen and i will say so like coop i'll be interested to see what the footage looks like because we're going like we're traversing like this kind of like side hill face that we're talking about and i look down and i see coop and if you're watching on youtube maybe you can see but he's like no trekking poles not spiked up and one handing a camera down low like this like getting the shot like you always do and like but what you probably have a shot of is my eyeballs getting like as big as saucers <laughs> thinking like, I think I should say something. Maybe don't say something. I don't want to interrupt him because I don't want to like distract him because he might fall. Like, dude, like we were hauling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah. were going quick. It we was were going like really quick. I'm sure the shot's going to be great. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, we, we finally get to this rock that we wanted to be at and we're like, to your point, Coop, like we were going quick to the point where like looking back all of a sudden that night, you know, I'm looking at my the pants that I was wearing in there. It looks like Freddy Krueger got a hold of them and just oh, like yeah. slashed up the sides because we were on some pretty aggressive shale and it cut up my pants. Well, remember your vinyl harness when you took it off? Yeah. That yeah. thing went tumbling. You reached down to grab yeah. it. snagged and, it. And if you would have not snagged it, it, it was gone. Been it gone. was gone. It would have been down where gone. your buck was. Just tumbling yeah. down. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is so cool. Like, yeah. I, I mean, actually forgot about that until yeah, right dude. now. Yep. But that's, I mean, the way, the way you got up to get in position, like in retrospect, right? Like we've never been here before. Like I actually wish you would have like kind of snuck up. around where 100%. I ended up being. Cause it was just like probably a better place to shoot from, but you don't know. It's the moment you're trying to stay concealed. You climb up literally like that, like a crazy, like s- slither up like a shale yeah. slope, you know? And we're at, I mean, like, I don't care. Like, honestly, like you're lucky, like you didn't. Like it was just like not a good place. It you you tried to go around me. Oh yeah, because then I was like, I was like, well, man, if Eric's gonna shoot, like, I like at that point, I'm like, I okay, want to shoot too. Yeah, yeah there's two bucks up here. I want to join. I want to like party. Bear. Yeah. Um, I like to party, but and then I was like, well, then I could probably shoot from where I'm over here. But then I didn't want to like. I'm like, okay, Eric's in position. Like, you know, like you, like obviously, like you pointed out, like Eric. Like, I want to kill a buck. Eric really, really wanted to kill a buck. And I'd shot one of these things in, you know, prior years. So it's like, let's, let's like, get one. Let's get Scratch one. Let's like, I, don't let's want, get I, don't, one. I don't want to poke my head out over here and have them stand up and have yeah. them, you know. So it's and like, that was actually something that was in, like, the back of our heads. Like, the deer that we saw the day before, it got one look at us and gone. Like, mm-hmm. it was out of there. So we were approaching these bucks with the same level of, like, you That's know, a cautious, like just being cautious. Sure. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, it's kind of a bird in the hand. It's like, let's not get greedy. Like, you're we a- knew that big one was over there, but we had, like you said, bird in the hand. There were two nice bucks here. Well, and it's like, okay, well, number one, they were nice bucks. Like, I would have yeah. shot any buck that was in either of those groups, right? And been like insanely happy. It's like, yeah, you know, there's like probably like a just a big bomber over there, but like, whatever. And also, you don't know, like, you. I would have expected those bucks because of they were where they were positioned and what the buck the day before did to go over the top. But then if they don't, like if you're like, oh no, like let's bump them over the top and we'll try and get to those other deer. All of a sudden they come down, take a different route, go past those other deer, and then you got nothing. You know, which what ended up happening is we got set up on those deer. We were 325, I think, yards away, and got set up and. 
you know, we're kind of looking at him. And at first it was like, I couldn't get steady. Like I was just all was over tough. the place, yeah. you know, like it was, I mean, you're, it was definitely like hindsight and looking back, knowing how the deer ended up reacting, not as spooky as that buck the day before. Right. What we probably should have done is like you said, Mark, I should have got around and got to where you were. Cause it would have been a totally different shooting position. It was just a better mm-hmm. spot to shoot from. Like yeah. I had a little bit of a swale there. Like you were like, once you finally got in position, like you were salt. I thought it was like I think it was like four. It was. Dude, it was four twenty five. I think it was four twenty four. I know it was twenty four. Yeah. So it was four twenty four. Two yeah. mils. Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yep. So we dialed up two mils, got steady, and took a shot. And I remember in the moment of that shot, not like knowing that it's it's windy, right? But not really, like, thinking a whole lot about the wind, thinking, okay, we're shooting 185-grain Acubons. Like, these are heavy, stout bullets. I'm not sure how, how much they're going to get pushed in that wind. Shot, missed, and then corrected with a wind hold. Shot and missed again and didn't even see where it was. Yeah, and, like, I had him in the spotter and saw no impact at all because that moss oh, wow. just absorbed it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, so you had him in. I was watching through my 12s, my 12 spotter. UHDs. Yeah. And, like, you're like, where am I hitting? I'm like, dude, I cannot Both see of any of your impacts. And, it, and at that point, it was like, it's not worth, you know, sitting here and keep shooting at these things. Like, it's n- not a good situation. I mean, deer, obviously, standing up, they're on alert now. First shot, the deer was bedded. Second shot, he was up and, you know, after that, he was he was getting out of there. Yeah, I believe he turned around and said, "All right, I'm done. Shooting. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. done. Yeah." Then though, like, then I was like, "Well, they they went up the hill, and then I'm like, okay, well, Eric's done." And then I start ranging Let's them, and I'm like, more. "I'm in a good position to shoot." And then I was like, "Yeah, you know." And then by that time, they're like, "Had they maybe held up, you know, maybe I would have shot." But yeah. we just underestimated that wind. Like it was it was ripping. Like pretty good where, where 15, we're at. 20 miles an hour. But then like once when we kind of left, because I almost think it was like a little bit different where yeah. we were at on the hill. Once we started walking, I'm like, oh yeah. Like that it one was, was, it was doing it was a little hot. bit I mean, more. It was coming down off like the, off, off the hill. Their, their face they were on, right? Yep, yeah, exactly. So. And it was just sucking down that valley, which that valley being the same steep like cut that Sawyer's Bucks were dead in, you know, or Sawyer's Buck was dead in the day before. Yeah. So it's going like straight down the hill. You know, so it's got, it's, I mean, I am not a, by any means, like a long range guy, but I would imagine at that distance, that is, at that wind speed, there's a lot going on. It, it, it was significant. And like, I, I actually will post trip, like watched you shooting. And I'm like, so then I actually focus, cause like when you were shooting, I was focused on the deer trying to spot impacts yeah. or whatever. But like your shots, like they break so clean. Like you're just like, mm-hmm. pff, like you're like rock solid. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, seeing red. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then you and I looked at the spotter footage, and like those impacts are what a foot and a half left. Yeah. You know, in front of that chest. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like perfect elevation. Oh, just like money. Per, like just drifted. Drifted. Yeah. yeah. So the good news though, they do Go depart up. up and over, and we're like, okay, cool. Like, and actually, the wind cover at the end of the day could have helped us a little bit too because like who knows what that actually sounded like to the deer that were you know like basically just up and over like well like up and over but like up and over like three different like like, little small small ridges or whatever and so we're like okay cool like on to the next yeah so we get up and basically thinking like okay we're gonna get up to where those deer were and we're gonna be able to see those other ones 
So we get up there, we cross a little bit of a creek and get on another high point. Now we know we're like probably 180, 200 yards away. And I'll never forget popping up over that. And with my naked eye, all I could see was like the back of a deer got the binos on it. And literally as soon as I got the binos on it, it just kind of like went, you could tell it was up and on its feet, walking, feeding. Mm -hmm. And it got on the backside of a rock. And then at that point, you know, we knew basically that we were going to have to gain elevation and come in from the top. And when we did that, we said like, they are going to be close. Like we're going to be on top of them. Like, like. Under 100 yards. Quite figuratively, literally on yeah. top of them. So, yeah, so we get close. Like, we know we're close. And, again, like, wanting you to get bucked, you're kind of like, you're down the hill from me yeah. a little bit, but, like, a little bit forward as to not, like, you know, like, have everybody just, like, come over the top. Surprise! Yeah. So, yeah, tell, tell like, so what'd you see then? Eric? So, how I'm perceiving it in my head is, like, you know, if you're, picture the opposite of, like, you know, pine, pine a room basically. And like, you know, we always talk about that for our like home defense courses, like pine different rooms. Like as you lose your concealment, you're getting, you're gaining more ground that you can see. Right. Right. This is essentially the opposite in that you're not gaining like lateral distance that's visible. You're gaining vertical up down. So basically picture like steep ridge that cliffs out that then like comes to almost like a 90 flattens out to a bench and then drops off on the other side. And those bucks are, are, on that bench and we're up on top of them. So what you can see is only as close as you get to the edge. The closer you get to the edge, the more vertical distance that you have beneath you, but the higher you are on the hill, the less that you can see underneath. So I'm kind of coming over and with every like half step, it exposes more and more of the, the, that bench. First I see a doe, she's up on her feet. That must've been that original deer that we saw keep coming, keep coming, just basically like eyes wide open, knowing that those deer are on that bench. And then the next thing I see is a, another deer laying there and right away. I mean, it's 70 yards. Obviously I can, with my naked eye, see it's a nice buck, but he's bedded with his back to us, looking out over the hill, you know, like, like a deer would be that very rarely do they bed facing uphill, you know? So I saw him and I initially was like, okay, as long as he is looking down the hill, I'm going to keep looking for that bigger buck. So got, you know, I'm at this point now I've got my gun. I said, give me a backpack. You gave me a backpack. And you know, I'm like creeping, creeping down, still like hunting for that, that bigger buck that I know is there, but I'm keeping an eye on that, that nice one that, you know, is right there, bird in the hand and got maybe another like foot and a half, two feet, you know, and must have made some noise, or but the wind was also going down to that deer, too. Yeah. You know, because it's cooking off the top of that hill. And all of a sudden, I'll never forget, he like whips his head back up and is looking uphill in a really awkward position now in his bed. And I'm like, okay, like now you are the focus. And I'm like, it's done. We're, we're done looking for that buck. We're shooting that buck because I didn't want at any moment he could have got up and like, that's Yum. it then. So got the gun on him. He's in his bed, shot. Knew I hit him, like just, you know, heard the, heard that like impact. He stands up, knew I hit him really good. And he's just kind of standing there, can tell he's hurting, but shot again, because all I could think about was Sawyer's story from the day before of him Mm -hmm. going over the edge. So shot again, and then, and hit him again on that second shot and actually shot him another time after that to really anchor him. And at that point he did just, he dropped. Yeah. 
I, I still can't believe like how much he soaked up. I honestly think part of the problem was is you kept shooting him in the same hole. Area. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and you're, and you're, uh, he's like, props to you, man. Your that. group was like yeah. that big. Yeah. He's like, you can't hurt me there anymore. There's yeah. nothing left. <laughs> yeah, so he, he, you know, finally falls. And at that point, Mark. So I'm like, sweet. Eric's buck is done. I grab my pack and I'm like, okay, I'm going to creep forward. And, it's, up. <laughs> and this is like happening fast. This oh, isn't like, oh a, it's God. like you're creeping. You're, you're like kind of scooting on your butt with your gun in your hand, yeah. exposing no. more and more. And like, probably like I'm going faster than you because I'm like, the gig is up at this point. Oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah, like, there's been now. some shots. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping some, <laughs> some deer are still there. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, you know, creeping forward, creeping forward. And then, then finally I get to a point where I can see and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, it, well, and at first Probably. all I could see was the doe, the, yeah. the the initial doe. So I see that, like, that's the only deer I can see and your dead deer. So I'm like, you know, I move forward and I get to a spot. I'm like, okay, there's the doe. There's a deer. There's a little buck. I'm like, that one's got a big frame. And I just get on my pack and, and hold that and on. You, I remember you in the footage, you go, Mark, big buck. I will, yes. And that's, yep. that's where I want to stop you before you shoot. Because at this point, all of a sudden, like, I remember that yep. moment, like it just happened two minutes ago. That buck is, he comes up the hill because he just watched that other one tip over and he takes like four nervous steps right at us, quartering to us really hard. And he stops and he does this. And I go, Mark, huge buck. And he's 60 yards away. And at that moment, he turns and looks back and gives you the front shoulder. <laughs> I mean, night. and we were seeing the exact same thing, Eric, because I was like, I was, oh, dude, I was like, this is perfect. I put it just inside that front shoulder, squeezed it off, Boom. and just flattened him. And then it was like, it was like crazy. Like, I mean, I hear Coop, like, Cooper might be like, nice shot, Marco. And I look up, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, he is dead. Like, he's dead there. Very large buck dead. Your buck is right there. Like, I can't believe this has worked out. Like, it's the most, like, insane thing I've seen. It's, we're in the most insane place. We're freaking out. We're freaking out. And then, like, and I'll say this, like, I've never had this before. Like, yeah. I was jacked. I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember, it, like, hitting your shoulder, like, hard. And, and I didn't feel that. Yeah. Because at that point, then. Well, I, like, it was, like, surprising to me. Like, this is where, like, I was like, I was like, guys, I can't feel my hands. Like, my hands were just, like, like, crazy numb. And then I'm like, dude, I think I'm getting a little lightheaded. You know, I think I'm going to lay down. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not a good idea. And, like, it was just, like, the most bizarre thing. And I can only assume, and this is what I assumed at the time, it was, like, you know, a little bit of dehydration because, like, you know, probably didn't drink enough. And then we, you know, hustled up that hill. When we got back to camp, I should have eaten more. Like, I ate, like, you know, half of a green belly, you know, and then, yeah. you know, we go up the hill. And then just, like, an extreme adrenaline dump or something. So Severe buck fever. Exactly. And what's interesting about that is, like, on my watch, it tracks, like, my heart rate and stuff. I was at like 178 beats per minute as we were hucking over that because it was like your your heart rate is increased because you're excited, but also you're literally like running up to that to get over it. You know, in, in your case, it's an adrenaline dump, like you said, and I don't think really like you breathed a whole lot going no. over the hill. <laughs> I don't think you did. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, I can tell you like up and like to that point after whatever, like it was like, it was just like this bizarre phenomenon. And then like, you know, Coop and Mike are filming 
And then like, and then I think Coop was like, "Hey, let's quit filming because I think I think our friend is dying." Um, <laughs> like, as much like, as I love getting yeah. funny stuff of you, Marco, I also don't want to film that. I appreciate that's very yeah. that was very considerate <laughs> yeah. of you, but like, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, I'm like, I just need to get some get some calories in me, drink some water, you know, like at that point, like it, it had cooled off, the weather yeah. was changing, I'm like, I'm gonna hook my puffy jacket on, and like probably what, yep. 10 minutes later, yeah, it's like, you were, you you're back. Color. Your like, color came like back. back in action. Hat so was back on, yeah. you know, the breathing came back. Yes. <laughs> you feel his hands again. Oh my gosh. Breathing again, breathing you know, again. always yeah. positive. Yeah. And then we go and check out the deer, like, which are not that far away. Like I said, my buck was 60 yards away, yards away, like yours was 80 yards away. Yeah. Yep. And like it's just like unbelievable. It's like the most unbelievable moment. Like and just like everything about it was just so incredible. Like it's like using all these words and like they're the grandest words and they still can't even describe like Not how amazing close. it was. Yeah. And just like like all of us are there and everybody's worked so hard and every you know, like it was yeah. just like it was just like the gravity of the moment was like just very intense. Yeah. You know? We yeah. did yeah. it. Like we, we, we did it, boys. Yep. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, and it, it was, it was, all, I'm, yeah, I'm getting emotional thinking about it, yeah. you know, like it was so cool. And we go down, we look at my buck first cause it's closer and you're yep. like, dude, it's a giant, you know? And, and like, it is a giant. giant. It is a literal like buck of it, yes. five lifetimes. Yes. Big deer, velvet deer. Big, and huge body. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I, I know mean, Eric's like, dude, the rack, the rack. And I'm just like looking at that body going, dude, this thing is like immense. Like it was like, a, it was like a big deer for like, just like, even just like regular Deer, like I was like, you know, people talk about Sitka blacktails being small. Yeah, I'd say not not a mature one. No, not at all. I mean, that was as, about as big as any other deer, really. For sure. And then we go we go down check out your buck. Yep. And I mean, equally like as like, dude, like I mean, I grew up hunting Columbia blacktails, so yeah. like I have a very strong affinity for like big two points. Yeah. And like I call that a, like it's a big two point with eye guards. So yeah. like we would call that a six, six pointer. Six buck, here, yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, heavy, like, anyway, yeah. like, what was, like, what was it like when you, like, went and checked that? I mean, it out? was the same thing. It's, like, looking at it, you know, you, like, well, what's cool is those deer, like, you know, it's late August. They're fresh out of velvet. If they are out of velvet, they literally just stripped the velvet. And, like, you know, even looking at your guys' deer when we got back to camp, it's, like, that was the first thing I noticed is how, like, reddish, mahogany color of, like, the antlers and, like, you know, that color of that then contrasted with all of a sudden this, like, black skull patch. And then all of a sudden a double white, like, throat patch with, like, this, like, red-amber-colored hair. And it, they had their, like, long guard hairs were, were, like, just coming out. Like, every time you touched it, those like, guard hairs were just coming out because they had their fall winter coat coming in underneath it. And just, like... Then kind of taking a step back and, like, looking where we were, it was just, like, the craziest. You know, he was literally on, like, he was over the top of everything that we were. I'm glad you shot three times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I have, I have, like, an image. I have, like, a picture on my phone of, like, where he was at, like, as he kind of lays. And it's just, like, crazy where they were. And kind of to bring it full circle to that first day when we looked up there and there was, like, this giant buck on the king of the mountain, right, like, up on top. That is the location that this hunt essentially like the hunt side of it actually ended at with that buck plus mine you know in that exact location you know and then it was like we had to get to work pack these things out as we're starting to work on them all of a sudden like it just starts blowing wind like the wind picks up heavy i mean it went from like bluebird skies to the photos i mean i'd almost be willing to bet it was like within minutes of you guys pulling the trigger from bluebird to all right, we got to go and we got to go quick because yeah. it's coming. You you know, you can see that, 
you know, a good distance off and it doesn't take his time. And this was different than like the fog rolling in the morning. Yeah. Like this was different. We yeah. didn't know what it was, but we just knew it was different. Yes. Yes. And it's seven thirty, eight o'clock. It's something. dark at like ten ish. Like it was blowing in so fast. Like you were taking pictures of Eric's buck, like taking some yeah. still photos, and it's just like this epic, you know, emerald isle green background. And I look to my left, and I, I said to you guys, I go, hey, guys, if we're going to get any pictures of my buck yeah, yep. with a background, like, we have to do it now. Because yeah. it's just yep. like, like, coming in. And it in. came in in, like, short order. Fast forward, we did get the deer broken down. We got the deer kind of, like, split up. And then it was time to, like, get those things back. And by this time, like, literally we got done getting them, like, taken care of, got them on packs and started walking. And no sooner did we get them on packs where the floodgates opened up, it started pouring rain and blowing wind that was just like... It was I, going mock for. I've, I've never been outside in I've never that kind there. of weather. We were back at camp in the tent, and like we heard the shots, so the assumption was like, okay, thumbs up, but then that weather rolled in, and we like that shifted to legitimate worry. Like yeah. We were in the tent, and I was scared. Like It was ripping. Yeah. Like I knew... I knew we were okay, but also, like, definitely a lot of, like, considerations. One thing that I felt really good about is, like, we had the bucks packed up, like, and, like, our way back, although, like, we had a few miles to go, like, it was fairly straightforward, which is actually yeah. a good thing because we were basically fogged in in, like, Mach 4 winds and, like, the rain was blowing sideways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget then. So we ended up, we kind of, you know, forged through that stuff as best we could right and got on that like the most like iconic part to me was that video that you guys have of us like kind of walking out that you, you filmed on like a, on my phone just because we didn't want it like we lost the camera in that oh stuff. yeah oh yeah pack, oh, oh, i was gonna say oh, hey yeah, mike, mike where's your, oh, where's pack, your cover. pack cover different country remember the, <laughs> russia. i mean i mean russia li- literally like exact. 70 pro- probably 70 mile per hour winds i mean yeah easy, i would easy. honestly yeah Guess my pack I've never experienced anything Gone. even close. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, everything's just soaked at that point. Packs getting soaked. I mean, cameras getting soaked. <laughs> when that pack cover left, it was it had to be minutes before that camera bit the dust. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like how you yeah. said left. It had enough. It was time. It was when, ready to go. When it when it left her, it was like I mean, you I, could it looked like what, a kite. Oh, that thing was zooted into the next, literally the next country. <laughs> I, it happened so fast that like I heard it, and by the time I turned like, around, it was gone. It was like, I never even boom. saw a glimpse of it. I, I, I feel like I saw you like kind of like almost like making a like it was probably just instinctual to try, and I'm like, it's gone. Just leave <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Wilson, yeah. like it was like like picture like if you've ever seen like a Walmart bag like floating into eternity, <laughs> like that's what it was yep. like except like larger and gray and yep. oh my gosh dude. but that like it ripped like it ripped, ripped off. off your pack and it was cinched down too, yeah you know it like, was sheer force and it didn't just like like kind of tumble away like it it never touched i never saw it touch the ground <laughs> i never like, seen it it took yeah. off <laughs> it was just like i never seen it oh god it didn't come down and i remember you like looking at us like in the most incredibly dad mode ever yeah screaming at all of us because the wind was howling so bad yeah. you know we were getting about to get up on that top of that top of that big basically that ridge and you're like if it gets too sketchy just get the f down you know because yeah. it was whipping knees, so yeah. bad yeah. I mean, like wild, like, like, and again, I'm probably, you know, I'm a little conservative when it comes to that stuff, but you hear of guys getting blown off ridges oh, yeah. and it's like, 
it was went like it was crazy windy as it was, and like you don't necessarily, at least in my mind, like I don't know, you don't know like when's the big no. one coming. You know, like right. it's already pretty big. Right. Like I don't. That's hopefully that's some sort of indicator of how. <laughs> Hey, if you steal, if you feel yourself getting blown off the mountain like a pack cover, <laughs> lay down, lay down. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just and honestly, down. Mark, I like I appreciate that. Yeah. Like looking back now, especially because like that was not going through my head all while we were walking sideways on this mountain. I was probably saying something like that, and Eric was probably like, "I wonder if there's bucks over here." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scouting the area, yeah. dropping pins. So we keep going, and it like long story short, it gets dark. Um, it's pitch black and it is still just coming down. And, you know, we, I think the, the thing that stands out the most is all of a sudden we, we kind of like, we would stop and regroup and look at the map like very conservatively because we want, didn't want to make sure we didn't veer off. Right. Because then it's extra effort. You're off the course. You don't know where you're at. I mean, you know where you're at, but you're just not where you know is walkable. Safe. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Right. So and particularly like when the weather's like that, like you want to make that trip once. And like yeah. you said, you don't want to like veer off and then let's backtrack. Let's do this and just like yeah. eliminate the effort. You know, and also like that shows like how dang foggy it was that, you know, you're going 100 yards and checking yeah. your map to make sure that you're still on course because you just can't, you can't tell anything. Yeah. But we stopped and we looked and uh, we were looking at the map and looked up and all of a sudden we saw your guys' tent lit up. Like oh. that was the, that was like such a reassuring moment knowing that, okay, there is something to come back to. Because we were, Mark, I know you were thinking this and I think we were all kind of thinking it to a degree. It's like, what is the situation back at camp? Yep. Mm-hmm. Are our tent still there? Yeah. I mean, like you just like, and that was like, number one, we had like a beacon of light, like, okay, cool. Those guys are at camp. We've got something, you know, that we can visually see now to kind of aim for. And at least one tent is still there. (laughs) Yes. We might get comfortable tonight, guys, but hey, we got one tent. We almost lost one. One almost, the gear tent almost went. Which is- Almost left. The gear tent almost departed. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys had you guys went. Did you did you see it going, or did you come back to it like, oh Reaving. gosh, we got to restate <laughs> this thing? We kept kind of periodically peeking peeking at it, and then at one point, two stakes were up, and we we're like, okay, it was, it was about like, to leave. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was even wondering. I'm like, I wonder if those guys are gonna like split up and just like physically sit in the like one person and would have been and smart. three to like yeah. hold them, literally hold down the fort. Yeah. So we finally then get back, and it's like still just ripping. We uh, drop the meat. Everyone kind of just disperses, goes to their, their tents. We tried telling you guys what happened. And we literally, I could tell that you guys were like talking, but it was so windy that we couldn't hear what you were right. saying. We're like, whatever, we'll catch up tomorrow, yeah. you know? <laughs> so everyone just leaves, go to, goes to like our, our tents. Mark, you know, we get to our tent and like, I am soaked to the bone. You're soaked to the bone. I'm sure everyone Every, was yes. literally soaked to the bone. Soaked. And again, literally from, puffy soaked. Yeah. I mean, not good. And again, I think it was, I, th- I don't, like, as hard as it was, as it was raining, like, I, we're soaked from yeah, the exertion. Yeah, it wasn't the rain like, gear. It's like no fault of the rain gear. Right. No. no. It, but, but what it was is, like, you're sweating your butt off. You're walking a lot. You're sweating. But then, and because of that, you can't have your hood up cinched up all the way. I mean, probably you should to keep that water out, but it's like I, at some point, yeah, had to like, air. yeah, drop, you know, vent, yeah, dump vent. some heat. And in doing that, like any exposed area that you had vented was just filled with water. So, I mean, I was literally soaked. And we got back, 
And, you know, it's like, okay, I don't have any extra clothes. Thankfully, you had an extra puffy. So, and it was, it was, I don't, I'd really wish I knew what the temps were that night. But it was in the 40s. Yeah. 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 Probably, maybe even the high 40s. But that's what's kind of crazy, in my opinion, about like that coastal environment. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy cold to like get hypothermia or get in a bad spot. Like you get cold and in the forties and fifty, or you know, like the forties and fifties and wet. Like that can be a, a big problem. Yeah, you know? and as soon as and that's where I actually did like going back. I feel like I messed up in taking off my merino layers because I was going to crawl in my sleeping bag and I didn't want to go in with stuff that was going to get the sleeping bag wet because again, you don't know how long this is going to stick around. Like this, this genuinely could be the rest of the trip. The, Absolutely. Well, and in my mind it was, we're like, Oh cool. The weather's finally, the weather that we were anticipate getting is here is here. here. And like, number one, like, thank goodness we killed deer. Cause like, that's just like absolutely amazing. And then also like, this might be what the next four days looks like. Yeah. The storm lasted 10 hours. Yeah. It was a 10 hour storm yeah. without breaks. I think, you know, I, I slept, I think, like 17 minutes that night. Yeah, yeah. I slept with one oh, open yeah, that man. night, yeah. one eye open that night. It was ripping. It was tents. insane. I mean, there were. I have a video on, on my phone of, like, just, like, framed up at the top of the tent. It's just... It was, like, loud. Yeah. It was, it was like, hitting you in the head. So we got through that night with minimal rest. Next morning, woke up and started working it was beautiful beautiful day it was oh, just gosh. like oh, the storm oh blew out gosh. it was like Man. it was so welcome yeah like we've got gear splayed out everywhere oh. drying out and you know there's like a light breeze and the sun <laughs> there was, was like, the just, best there was that we did it vibe in the camp too yes. which, yeah. 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 i wish i could just yeah. bottle that up right. and yeah. keep some with me like everyone was like oh we did it we yeah. did it and then I, you get to sit there and relax and then actually take in what you're looking at yeah too. yeah, yeah. Yep. I feel like honestly, like even like like that vibe is like right now. Like I could tell like the energy and like how jacked up everybody was to like get here and like recount this hunt. Oh, like yeah. people like, yeah, we got gear laying out in the sun. Things are drying out. We're you know working on deboning stuff. You know, it's like you're stripping down your t-shirt, getting a tan. It's like it's things are airing out. Are Socks are dry, mm-hmm. and just like the things that we're talking about right now. Like, think about how excited everyone is thinking about, like, dry socks or, like, sun on your skin. Those are, like, such small things, but, like, something that here we are recapping this thing, and that's what we're spending time talking about, you know? like, you say they're small things, but But actually those are, like, it's, we get, like, in our daily, like, civilized life, like, we have, like, all this other, like, clutter going on, and then, like, I feel like one of the best things about a hunt like that is, like, it really, like, distills down what is actually important. Right, 100%. Are you safe? Are you healthy? Like, are you warm enough? Do you have enough food? Do you do you have access to water? Like, you know, like, it's, like, it, like, really... I don't know, man. I feel like it it really grounds you, like in a, yeah. in a cool yeah. way. Yeah, it's a very humbling experience for sure. I yeah, mean, from start to finish, you know, I think we all experienced things that we've never seen before. Yeah, hundred percent. And then we did it. Yes, there were there times where I was like, oh, I'm How slightly terrified yeah. right now, but my adrenaline's pumping so hard <laughs> that I'm like, power through. Let's do yeah. this, boys. Like, heck yeah, you know. <laughs> it was just amazing. After that puke moment, where I was like, uh oh, like vibe check, where I looked at Mark, like. Okay, we got to get everyone on the same page. After that, dude, it was like personality-wise, how everyone did, like it was absolute smooth sailing. Like, yeah. yes, the weather sucked. Yes, it was really hard, but holy cow, like complete seamless 
mm-hmm. from like everyone getting along and like yeah, well, like, what, what a great camp! Like everybody, yeah. oh, everybody man. get along. I mean, just and that couldn't be any better. That that can yeah. torpedo a trip just Dude, as yeah. quick as weather. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like Absolutely. anytime you get a group together, it's like literally one attitude of like anything can just derail stuff and ev- like you know it, it was perfect in every sense of the word like everyone was on the same page firing on the same cylinders you know I, like there there's a, a moment there of like our last night in camp you know sitting up there i think we're all like eating oh. eating dinner we're yeah. all like just kind of like talking about nonsense looking at the scenery around Scenery's. us the weather yeah. the weather's weather was amazing <laughs> like yeah. 10 out of 10 at that point yeah. It's kind of one of the first times, like, we were all, like, together, together in a yeah. way, too. For sure. And we're and it, I think we spent, like, three hours eating dinner that night, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and just sitting there up on top, knowing that it our, our, was our last night. And if, if someone asks, like, hey, what's the moment that you remember? You can only pick one. Like, that's it. Not mm-hmm. shooting the deer. Not going out in the crazy storm. But it's, like, sitting up there. No one's got service. No one's got any distractions. You know, that's that's just such a defining moment of that. It was, I don't know what it was, something special about that. I mean, I think it was that moment where, like, we're all together, like, like we talked about, like, oh my, like, oh my gosh, we did it. And, like, everybody's able to, like, just start soaking it in. Yeah. And just, like, that was just, like, like, it was nice out, like, we're yeah. having conversation, you know, like, everybody's, like. We're like visiting, like casual visiting, yeah. eating, you know, peak refuels. Some of us eating two. Oh, God. I doubled, oh, yeah. I doubled down. We, did you? Yeah. 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 Doubles. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I Daily thought, double, baby. I thought about it's a little it. treat. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm not going to pack it down tomorrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, pack it in my belly. Save some ounces. Yeah, that was, that was so cool. And like, yeah, I mean, there were just so many, like, like at least for me, there was like moments that like are all that memorable, but they're just very different. You yeah. know, like the, oh, all yeah. the ones that you mentioned, it's like they're like crazy impactful in different ways, you know. But yeah, that was like that. That was a that was for sure a high moment. For sure. hundred percent. Then we eventually, I think everybody kind of reluctantly went to bed. We're like, oh, I guess we should go to bed. Like it's yeah. starting to get dark, you know, yeah. get some like, sleep. It was like nine thirty, ten yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Like, oh, my, oh my God. Which we hadn't done that like the whole trip. Like it, we were getting to bed even earlier than that. You know, like nine thirty, ten o'clock sounds like still early, early, but it's still like that was late, you know, yeah. because it was early mornings up, you know, wanted to get recharged. But that, that night, yeah, everyone kind of reluctantly went back to their, their tents and, you know, got one last night of sleep on the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, and I guess maybe we covered this, but then so we packed our bucks down that that, that day, the morning yeah. of that day. Yeah. So uh, Brad Brad went out hunting. So yep. we 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 got, we got up, got you know, cut up our deer. Our plan was to bring the bucks down, all the bucks down the mountain. Yeah. So Coop, and Mike, yep. you guys carried deer because mm-hmm. we had one. We had five we, deer and, to carry and down. Someone took Jason's deer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took, yeah. you yeah. know, so, yeah. yeah. Yep. So we packed those down, and then our plan was to meet Willie, and he was going to do a meat run. Brad very casually, he'd been bow hunting the whole time. He very casually said, "Well, I'm going to go kill one with Jason's rifle." So I was like, "Well, he's serious," uh, <laughs> and, and I believed him. Yeah. And I believed him. Oh, 100% I was like, "Oh, he is going to go do that." So we got down. Which actually, I I would say, like, you know, we talked about the steepness of the go- going on the way up. And actually, in the back of my head, like the entire time we were up there, I'm like, this isn't over. I'm like, this was like hard to go up. In the back of my head, you always hear people say like, eh, don't go up. You can't go down. I'm like, okay, well, now we're going down with like heavy packs full of deer meat. You know, it's not going to be less steep, 
But so, but then like once it seemed like, and it, I'd say it was a little sketchy at points for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. spent some time mm-hmm. on 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 our butts. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of time. Yeah. You My know. knee was having weird stuff going on on that that trip down. Well, you you ate it at one point, yeah. and then like yeah, then I was a little bit worried. And it was like an it was like an awkward fall. You know, it was like one of those like kind of like twisting like. Like, you know, eh, I'm not gonna be able to get up. Yeah. Is it gonna be able to, you know, follow through? But. Yeah, and it, it 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 held up, but it like some. I actually went to the doctor afterwards, just making sure that like, okay, everything's okay, and you know, it was everything checked out. Yeah, I don't know. I must have just like sprained something, strained it yeah. in some way. But yeah, so, like we made it again, like another huge win. Like, oh my gosh, we did it. Yep. We get to our original drop off point, chilling out, got the bucks down, waiting for the plane to get there. And then, of course, not long, really not that long after, a couple hours yeah. after, here comes Brad and Jason with, you know, Brad's got, got a that one. <laughs> nice velvet rag yeah, on nice his back. Nice velvet back, <laughs> man. Walks up casually. Yeah. Very like, casually. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, remember that thing I said I was going to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Another huge two-point with eye guards, yeah. velvet buck, yep. just, you know, classic Brad. You know, we, we put it with the others and wait yep. for Willie to get there. And then, you know, eventually he came, you know, and, and actually one of the other cool parts to me is Willie gets there and like this guy's seen it all right oh, yeah. I mean, 25 years of seen it all about, done you know. icon and he was like very complimentary like I knew we shot some nice bucks like we're super fortunate like I mean we defied the odds of shooting multiple nice bucks you know but he's like oh man you know he's like you guys did really good and like when a guy like that says that you're like oh that's a big compliment <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure yeah definitely but yeah so we load the load the the meat up and then hike back up. Hike back up. That was the night then that we had that like that we had iconic dinner with the view, the the double dinner for some of us. Double the dinners. D- and then yeah, the next morning, equally beautiful day. Yeah. Like the weather literally did the opposite of actually like it flip flopped when you think about it. Like yeah. uh, as far as like nice versus not nice. Had beautiful weather. Packed up camp. Went down. The bittersweet moment of when the plane comes yep. comes and gets you. But again. Like you get those weather windows, like you could stay another day, yeah. but then you might stay another four days. You know, how does that impact things? So I think everybody was like, I know for me, like if you could have guaranteed that, like we just stayed another day and then like we were going to have out, that weather. And, yeah. But you know, it's like, oh, let's make camp. Let's make fires. Let's fish. Let's eat salmon on the beach. Yeah. Um, we did fit in a little bit of fishing. We did. Yeah. There's like a, a moment there that I have in my head of like, you know, I couldn't catch a fish to save my life. I could Sorry. get them on, but I couldn't finish the deal. So, so Brad, in true dad form, set the hook on one and gave me the rod after Dude. he caught a couple of them. He so did I'm the like, same thing. For yeah, <laughs> no so I'm like reeling this thing in as like the planes flying over, and I'm just like that. That is just was so crazy. It felt like I was in like a movie. You know, it was yeah, it was insane. I think you caught one then yep, too, Mike. Yep. 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 So, like, everybody caught a salmon. It's, like, cool. Check the box, even though, like, you know, like you said, like, we're watching the plane fly in, you know, hustling, trying to, like, fit in, like, you know, like, you know, you know, in classic me form, I brought, you know, a little extra gear. And uh, left a little extra gear. Left a little yeah. donation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. A gift to the gods. <laughs> um, gift to the bears. Yeah. There's, there's a bear up there rocking Stone Glacier gaiters and wearing crispy boots, <laughs> doing the boot scooting boogie down the beach. <laughs> I still like. I still don't even know how that happened. But how the bear wore the boots? Or? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean they don't have thumbs. But yeah, I mean you guys catch some salmon. Yep. 
you guys head out, and then Sawyer, Brad, and Jason and I hang out for a little bit, fish a little bit. Sawyer catches his first salmon. I catch a couple salmon. Brad catches a couple salmon. I somehow leave my boots on the beach, and then uh, <laughs> we head out. There was <laughs> a there was a dungy sesh as well. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm over there fishing, and I see two of the the finer hunters I know just in a moment of pure like childhood. <laughs> bliss chasing this crab around that they can see underwater trying to like corral it and that for me was just so hilarious like it was a perfect end to the trip because it's like yeah these are some bad dudes like up on the mountain but they are literally chasing giggling chasing (laughs) a dungeness crab thinking about how they're going to capture it and that that moment was just so funny to me that's too funny. Yes, when yeah, looking back, yeah, we were like large children out there. Did you catch it? We got them. Yeah, nice. like we corralled you name them. them. Frank, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, uh, it, like, and it's like he was just like everything looks bigger underwater. I'm like, dude, that's a big dungeness crab. And then like we get him, like we finally catch him. Like he would actually like he was very aggressive. So like he would like latch onto my boot, you know. So like he latched onto my wading shoes. So I'm like. Half the time he's like riding my boot in as I'm like, you know, one leg in this crab and half the time, you know, half the time he's like, and I try to grab him a couple times, which is probably not super smart. You know, I was like, I think I can get him. And he'd be like, ah, and I'm like, "Ah, I'm not going to get him. (laughs) Um, Eventually we get, we get him on shore and like, I'm pretty like, I would be like 99%, like it was a male, which is good. You know, keep the males. Like I'd be like 99% that it was like a legal crab. You know, nice buck. Yeah. Yeah. Nice nice buck. buck, Nice buck dungeon. Boone Boone and Crockett dungeon. (laughs) But we uh, we caught him. We put him back. So catch and release. Catch and release. Left him there for when we go back. Deadliest catch. Yep. So we uh, you know upon landing warmed up a seat at Henry's. (laughs) Shout out to Henry's. Shout Shout out. We gotta. We sat there. Then we ate lunch there. Scallops. More scallops than a human should consume. Yes. (laughs) Got the scallops. You guys then fly in. Went back. I think you guys ran meat to the airport. You know, took care of some stuff. I think he made a Walmart run for some meat prep stuff. Meanwhile, we we still kept our seats warm at Henry's. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, got more scallops. You guys arrived. We ate dinner at Henry's. So we ate lunch and dinner at Henry's. <laughs> got more dinner. scallops. And it was, man, that was a, that was a good little cap. It was. Trip. It was good, man. It was good. Yeah. The entire trip is just like a highlight reel. And then we went ocean fishing. You can't forget that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Then we, yeah, we did a little... Little fishing, you know, booked a ride on a boat, caught a bunch of rockfish, some halibut, some nice lings. I had for dinner last night. Delicious. Caught 35 fish between, like, five guys. That's pretty pretty good solid yeah. day. Yep. Coop and Mike were at Henry's. Yep. Yeah, yeah. still at Henry's. Yep. <laughs> Which actually, like, the unfortunate, like, so, Yeah. I, like I don't know, but you guys were having like an equally good time. Oh, no, well, I had a fantastic that, time. Yeah, like, that was the like, Coop I and I can have a blast, you know, just doing nothing. Just yeah. hanging out. Like we, yeah. we, we yeah. always have a good time. That was the hard part. What you were going to bring up is like you could could only fit so many people on the boat, right. you know. Well, and I think, and you guys were content. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was content, man. happy. I was you good. could say even, yeah, yeah. And I'd Thriving. say we on a previous trip that we'd been on, we had some. Of the biggest ocean that I've, you know, I've been on the ocean like a fair amount. Just growing up fishing salmon in Washington, like that's what we did a lot, you yeah. know. And so we had a 19 foot of luma weld, and so we we'd get out in some fairly big water. But like on this trip that Coop, Mike, and I were on, like that's the biggest water that I've been in. Like you know, we saw some like probably like eight, ten foot stuff. Oh yeah. 
And speaking of motion sickness, <laughs> that took Mike down. So I, I, oh, I don't boy. think going out on the ocean was probably first. <laughs> yeah, you no. know, this yeah. we're talking like a month later. Yeah. Like you're still Literally. like traumatized. Yeah, oh, tune yeah. in for the yeah. recap from Hawaii oh, for the full story on oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a good one. So you guys were in your you guys were in your happy place. So it's like every like everything was like it was great. It was yeah. good. Super yeah. successful trip from start to finish. From experiences you've never seen to you know, in your guys' case, being super successful with great bucks. Yeah, it was just. There's no words. Yeah. There aren't. And, like, you know, thanks to you guys, like, I seriously, like, I cannot stop looking at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, every yeah. night, that's probably what, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, that's what I, I go to bed. I'm like, oh, that was so amazing, you know? Yeah. So. Awesome. Good deal. Yeah, it was something that no one will, no one at this table is ever going to forget, you know? I like, haven't been the same since we got back, 100%. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's changed, that hunt changed my perspective on a lot of things. Dude, it's life-changing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It gets in your blood, man. Like. Yeah, I've not stopped thinking about it since we got yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's one of those things where like there's definitely times where you're like, I'm not sure this is a good idea, and then like, like then you just like can't wait to get back. Yeah, <laughs> and if you listen to like this point in the podcast, there is another podcast out there that tells how to do it with Brad, where mm-hmm. we kind of go through like the, hey, here's how to do this. If you if you're digging what you're listening to and you want to do this, definitely give that one a listen. That's probably going to come out at a later date. Mm-hmm you know, shameless plug for future mm-hmm. episode here. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I, like, y- if you have listened to this point, you could probably sense, like, our collective stoke level. So you're on. probably already <laughs> planning your trip. Yeah, hopefully you should be. And also stay out of our spots. Yes. Yeah, definitely. No, cool. Anything else, guys? Any any other? I feel like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's definitely one of those things that, like, you know, you, don't, you never think you're going to do, but then when you do it, you like going into this, I never planned on hunting sick of black. Like it was never anything that I wanted to do, you know, like I obviously like had a lot of interest in, but wasn't like, Oh, I I need to do this after doing it and experiencing that place. It's like, that is truly the coolest spot I've ever been to, you know, no doubt. It's like, we've talked for two hours and like, you just, you don't feel like you've even come close to like putting it into words. Like how two more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like, you know, just the place is like, it's sensory overload. Like, everywhere yep. you look, you're like, I, I at times, remember, like, there are points where I'm like, okay, remember to look around and soak it in. And it's just like, even as you're trying to do that, like, it's like too much input. Yeah. And you're like, I can't, like, it's too much. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. But we did it. We did, we it. did it. We did it, everybody. We could have done it better. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. It was an amazing trip. Everybody, like, it was just, like, top to bottom. Like I said, one of the coolest hunts of my life, for sure. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Hopefully you are jacked about doing something like this. Like Eric said, tune in for that other podcast yeah. for a little bit, little bit more of a how-to. Yeah. And keep your eyes peeled. This whole thing is on film. Yes. It's coming. We'll be dropping soon. Doses. Two yeah. films. Yeah. Ooh, Dose, that's right. Dose Filmos. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It's in yeah. the oven right that's now. That's right. So. Yep. Going to have the Argali film. You'll have the Vortex film. Got the podcast. We're coming at you from all directions. You basically have no choice but to go do this trip now. We're forcing <laughs> you into it. So we forced your hand like a Dungeness crab to the beach. Awesome. I don't want it to end, just like I don't want that trip to end. But don't in the creek. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for reminding me of that, Eric. And we'll catch you on the next one. All right. That'll wrap it up for this episode of the Vortex Nation podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button, give us a review, or leave a comment. We want to hear what you have to say. 
If you have a question or topic suggestion, let us know that as well via the Vortex Nation podcast YouTube page or any of Vortex's social platforms. That helps us cover exactly what you want to hear so we can provide the best information to help you with your hunting, shooting, and related activities and ultimately enjoy them to their fullest potential. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.